millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. program that taught you how to type yeah was it the the haunted the yeah. spooky one i had that one too <gasps> yeah what was it called typing with spooky yeah <laughs> yeah it was like a ghost in the attic yeah yeah, uh-huh. I had yeah. That one. um so my mom and i still like, quote a lot of phrases from it and one of them when we walk away from the keyboard he's like hello yeah i'm feeling very alone all of a sudden yeah and then he would fall asleep <laughs> oh they're so oh my gosh that's so funny because they're yeah i think of his like little phrases all the time i know there was one i used to say all the time and now i can't remember buckets of slime yeah <laughs> you'd say that or when, when you were like doing well yeah yeah done typing you go relax those knuckles yes. <laughs> i could do so many of them oh my god i wish uh, i i wonder if you can find it on the internet somewhere i've i have downloaded it before yeah like with an emulator Ooh. you have to set your computer to like 256 colors otherwise it's too much Aww. like your computer is too fast yeah to do the program but yeah it's so fun someone should remake it someone should remake all of the like fuck the remaking movies from when we were kids just remake the weird computer games yeah jumpstart kids typing grade. with spooky yeah did you ever play that one mm, i think so it was like the robots that you had to like save or something that one was so much fun huh I don't I loved know. all of those games. I know. I had Chippendale Rescue Rangers on, like, floppy disks. Yeah. That one was fun. I had, a, like, Beauty and the Beast one. Ooh. That was really fun. I had a lot of just, like, different mini games in it. But there was one, and they had, like, settings of, like, easy and hard. Mm-hmm. And there was one that I had to have my mom do. Because it was, the easy one was, like, way too easy. But then yeah. the hard one was way too hard. Aww. And even she was, like, she would do it. She'd be like, this is so, because it was, like, time management. Oh, yeah. And you had to be paying attention to every step. Yeah. Of the, you were, like, trying to bake a cake. And so I made her do it. But she was like, this is really fun. But also really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I had the Lion King computer game, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, a point and click. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fun. And I just remember Mufasa. At the very beginning of the game, you have to click on him to wake him up. Yeah. He just says, all right, all right, I'm up, I'm up. Oh, like, That lives in my brain. I had a Lion King one, too, but I don't think it was the same as that yeah. one. Just Do you ever doesn't sound familiar. think about the things that live in your brain rent-free? Oh, yeah. I don't... <laughs> I don't understand the phrase rent-free because none of my thoughts pay rent. <laughs> I well, would like not, it if they did. They're not serving you, but I think is the point of it being rent-free. Ah. They're, they have no benefit. Oh, they bring you joy sometimes. Nothing from them. When I think about Spooky. I realized yesterday that all of the lyrics to Sax Man, <laughs> the Lonely Island Jack Black song, are in my brain. I think about that all the time. I do too. <laughs> play something, Sax Man! Yeah. <laughs> The phrase, though, that I, um, 
think about most when I'm like done with a thing is okay, moving on, and then you see sex man in the background. <laughs> I think about that a lot. Yeah, I listened to it yesterday, and I was like, I still remember the like rip it, bit it, bit it, bit it, bit like shit. <laughs> Did you listen to it because you watched that TikTok of that guy? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, now I just want to listen to, like, really catchy, yeah, dumb songs. Yes, and that is definitely... I was looking at the Lonely Island, Lonely. like, the songs on the album, I was like, all of these songs are bangers. Yeah! Like, Boombox? Yeah! I was like, yes! Boiled goose! <laughs> <laughs> the Boombox is not a toy! <laughs> Why is it so funny? I don't know. It's so stupid. It is, but very funny. <sighs> I know. I love it. Anyway. Hi, this is a show. Hey, welcome to the show. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Forgot we were just in here reminiscing. Right? Uh, what's up? I'm Meat Witch. Hi, I'm Bucket Snake. <laughs> oh, you're not the sax man. <laughs> I'm the sax man. Fucking place up the sax man. He'll be right with you, folks. <laughs> God. Okay. Anyway, um, it's a show. It's, it's a show about movies. It's a show about if you movies. You can believe it <laughs> that we we talk about movies that we haven't seen uh, since we were kids. Try to remember what happens. Come back. Talk about what happened and how the movie was made. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. Try to be funny in the middle somewhere. <laughs> just once. Just if we could just land one joke, <laughs> we consider the episode a success. I mean, we're funny to each other. Right. That's all that matters. So. I have a question for you and no one else. Okay. Good. No one else answer. Because we can't hear you anyway. <laughs> can't hear you. Stop shouting at your TV. <laughs> or whatever. Have you ever yes. mm-hmm. stumbled across mm-hmm. or found something that was worth money? Oh, yeah. Or just something interesting, I guess. One time I found actual money. Oh, sure. Which, depending on the economy, is worth money. Yeah. <laughs> or where you are. Where'd I you suppose. find it? Um, at the fucking self-checkout at Kroger once, there was just a $50 bill on the ground. Oh. And I picked it up and looked around. Yeah. And I was like, like, waved yeah. it around, oh. yeah. and everyone just looked at me like, what? Stop waving your money at us. <laughs> You're like, okay. Just put it in my pocket. And I was like, all right. I was taking a walk one time, and I saw, like, the paper from, like, a roll of quarters. Yeah. And I kicked it. Yeah. And it went, click, 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 click. I was oh, like, no. oh, shit, that's full of quarters. <laughs> so I picked up all the quarters. So, nice. yeah, that happened one time. What have you found besides quarters? I once found a set of nunchucks. Okay. At the zoo. Were they real? Yeah. Oh. They were in a duffel bag. What? Outside of the zebra enclosure. It was the last time I went Excuse to the Louisville me? Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and we were at the zebra enclosure and there was just like a duffel bag sitting just like on the edge. You okay. know, it has like a wall in front of it. Uh-huh. And there was, and the only thing in this duffel bag was one set of nunchucks. Huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> some forgetful ninja, I guess, at the zoo. Damn. So we just left him there. Beverly Hills ninja. Because I was like, Chris what Farley's if been there. the ninja is still around? Yeah. And we just can't, can't see them. Can't take it. You gotta leave the nunchucks here. Maybe the ninja turtles had been there. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, and... ninja turtles go to the zoo. <laughs> yeah. The Michelangelo. Just got distracted. Yeah. And left his nunchucks. By the zebras. He yeah. has two, right? Two. Mm-hmm. two. So there was just one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Something happened. In a bag, though. It was very strange. That is very strange. Like a whole duffel bag. Yeah. One time I found 
a bottle. I can't remember what it was. A bottle of booze, mm-hmm. like liquor. Yeah. In a bush. <laughs> Someone was coming back for that. Yeah, it was um, outside, actually where Whole Foods used to be. Yeah. At the bus stop. Yeah. I was like waiting on the bus, and I just looked down, and I was like, "Hello." <laughs> so I just like put it in my backpack. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's so funny. Well, why do you ask? Because this week, in our continuation of Robin Williams Month, yeah, we're talking about Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And he finds a lamp. A lamp. Yeah, Aladdin. Woo! Woo! What a great movie. That's another thing that lives rent free in my head. What? Prince Ali, fabulous he, <laughs> Ali Ababwa. Yeah. Strength of ten regular men, fabulous he. So fabulous, so fabulous. Yeah, yeah. I the line that gets stuck in my head all the time is, uh, A hundred bad guys with swords. <laughs> <laughs> I can always hear Jeannie go, be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited for this. Mostly, I mean, mostly just because Robin Williams, but the whole thing, it's good. It's, it's cute. the it's... first movie that I saw in theater. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. My stepdad took me to see it. Yeah. When I was very small. Aw. I don't know. I have no idea what the first movie I saw in theaters was, but that's cute. That's a fun piece of replay, rewind, trivia. Write that down, guys. Write it down. For the next time we do trivia. Right. What's the first movie? It's going to be about us. The Book of Snakes All. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, and I've always said that it's my favorite disney movie Mm -hmm. probably you know for the nostalgia reason of of that yeah but also just genie is such a good character he is i love him so much he is i'm so glad i mean we've discussed it a little bit before when we talked about fern gully i'm so glad that you know it got made despite all the problems and jeffrey katzenberg fuck everything up right so and of course we'll talk about that more at the end but so i mean you know i think this is pretty uh, easy to answer, but what do you remember about this movie? <laughs> so, Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin. Uh-huh. He's just, like, a poor kid. Yeah. He a street strips. rat. Yeah. Street rat. I don't buy that. <laughs> just a little snack, guys. Rip him open. Take it back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Hmm. Somebody gets him to go down into Jafar. Is it Jafar? Disguised as an old man. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, old man. Mm-hmm. Who is the old man? It's Jafar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gets him to go down into the cave. Because mm-hmm. he has the scarab beetles that he puts together. Yeah. And then they make the tiger cave Yeah. Appear. Who disturbs my slumber? Yes. And then he goes down in there and he's just supposed to get the lamp. Yes. Don't touch anything else. Right. But it's full of gold. Yes. It's very hard not to touch anything else. Yes. So Abu goes with him mm-hmm. and picks up the gold. He touches a giant, like, ruby that, yeah. like, a big gold gorilla is holding. Yes. It, like, reflects in his eyes. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, Abu, no! But it's too late. Yeah. And so the he whole gets thing starts melting. out mm-hmm. something. Or he tries to get out. Yeah. But he's stuck in the cave because it all collapses. And he, like, reaches up and out. He's like, Jafar's like, give me the lamp. Yeah. But he doesn't. Right. He's going, he gives it to him. Yeah. And then. How does it, it he's like, help me out. Yeah. Because Abu steals it. Because Abu oh, like yeah. climbs up yeah. their arms and is like crawling all over him and bites him. Right. And like drops yeah. him back into the cave. And then he also has the lamp. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's my monkey. Your eternal reward. Yes. Yeah. 
So then, yeah, he's like stuck down in there. Genie comes out. Yep. <laughs> Gives a spiel. Yep. Sings the whole song. <laughs> yes. I never had a friend like me. Uh, and then they get out with the help of the magic carpet. Yeah. And the genie, because Aladdin's like, I bet you can't get us out of this cave. Right. And Genie's like, oh, watch the fuck out of this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when he's like, no more freebies. Yeah. <laughs> He's so excited. He goes, all right, you bad boy. Turns into a little sheep. <laughs> yeah. but no more freebies. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, and then Aladdin wishes to be a prince. Uh-huh. He can't wish to marry Jasmine. Yeah, they, he can't make her fall in love. Right. But he can be a prince because she's trying to get married to a prince. Right. And Jasmine is, like, not into any of the other suitors. Right. What's her? What's the tiger's name? Raja. Raja, yeah. Raja tries to eat them all. Yeah. <laughs> bites that one's butt and he's wearing like heart boxers yeah yeah um but he manages to swoon his way into her heart a bit they go on the a whole new world yeah tour (laughs) the tour (laughs) the world tour yeah don't you dare close your eyes yeah um i've sang i sang that song at karaoke once oh yeah and then Jafar starts fucking shit up. Usually. Yeah. Because he, he is like hypnotizing the sultan with his staff mm-hmm. to get more like power and stuff. Does he figure out who Aladdin is? I think he is just like Aladdin is a problem. So we got to get him out of the way. Oh, no, because he wants to marry Jasmine. Right. Yeah, he keeps trying to convince the sultan to let him marry Jasmine. Yeah, the sultan goes... But you're so old. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. I say that a lot, too. (laughs) But you're so old. Speaking of things that live rent-free in your brain, I say that a lot. (laughs) I can't remember how they... Oh, he, like, he tosses Aladdin into the ocean to, like, drown him. Oh. Yeah. And... Genie saves him? Genie saves him. He has to wish to be saved, though, so he uses a wish. But he, like, makes him like, Genie, I wish you would get me out of here. Yeah, yeah. he's like, good enough for me. Okay, bye. Yeah. Um, But then, which is wild, because I feel like Genie does a bunch of shit on his own. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. But I'm like, you couldn't just pick him up? Right. You gotta let him drown down here in the butt? What, anyway. But I don't exactly remember, like, how, because Jafar gets control of the lamp at some point. Yeah, he gets. And I know that, like, Iago helps. Oh, Iago. Him yeah. in some way. Yeah, he steals the lamp or something. Yeah. Yeah, because... By imitating someone's voice. Yeah. Jafar takes control of the lamp because he makes his three wishes because he's like, I want to be a sultan. No, I want to be a sorcerer. No, I want to be a genie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he steals the lamp, but Aladdin still has a wish left. Yeah, because he wishes that the genie would go free. Yeah, he wasn't going to, though. Right. They're, they have, like, a falling out. Yeah. And then... Yeah, they have the falling out before the lamp gets stolen, and then Aladdin has to, like, yeah. save everyone uh-huh. from Jafar. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Jafar, Jafar, he's our man. If he can't do it, great! <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's it. Actually, we don't even have to go watch it, because we just, that that's the whole movie. That's, yeah. I don't think there's anything we forgot. No. It's so good. It is good. I'm so excited. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm a little worried about, I don't know, there's probably some microaggression racism <laughs> type oh, sure. stuff of it being set in the middle east i'm not sure yeah there's a theory that it's set very very far in the future oh interesting and that's how the genie can have all these like 
cultural references. Oh, because there's okay. like a ton of them. But yeah, yeah, like and when he goes on vacation at the end, and he's yeah. wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. Yep, <laughs> a goofy hat. Yeah, I'm going to Disney World. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but just like a bunch of them, you know. Ray, Rodney Dangerfield. I'm losing to a rug. Just like so many different. Itty bitty living space. <laughs> Little references. Jack Nicholson. I think he. Yeah, he does. Like, does a Jack Nicholson impression at one point. I can see it, but I don't remember what he says. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yay! In the meantime. I'm excited. Yes. In the meantime, go get some fucking gold coins. Mm-hmm. If you want, have some, I don't know, treasure bites. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast bonus material we will tell you more after the break this is the break here it comes are you ready hold on to your books millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. fucking controversial movie yeah 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 we have a lot to talk about yeah it was an entertaining movie yes that i have good memories about absolutely but once we get to the end yeah there's a lot to talk about yeah and i mean still good still holds up yeah and certainly not the most like problematic movie that we have or will cover right yeah there's just a lot yeah around it absolutely so let's talk about it. The IMDb says a kind-hearted street urchin and a power-hungry grand vizier vie for a magic lamp that has the power to make their deepest wishes come true. Yes. Deepest is a weird choice for that. Yes. I think we could have just said to make their wishes come true. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of strange. Anyway, did you watch this on Disney Plus? Yes. Did you see that there was a warning about the movie at the beginning? No. Yeah, there's like this little um like screen right before the movie starts and it was a whole thing that was like we recognize that there are harmful depictions in this movie but we feel like it's important to huh. let you know before you watch it. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but sure. But also we want to leave it intact so that we can continue to learn from the past or whatever yeah i really do appreciate that disney is doing that i know a lot of people lost their shit recently because they took peter pan off of the kids section right of disney plus so it's still there and i think still watch it i think we've talked about it before 
But yeah, it's like, yeah, you can still watch it, yeah. but you need to know. Yes. Especially if you're a little kid. Yes. And it's, I think it's important for, especially a corporation as big as Disney to say, you know, we have made mistakes in the past and we're not going to try and cover them up. Yeah. But we are going to acknowledge them. Yeah. And it's good. I mean, for all of Disney's faults, and there are a lot of them. So many. That's a good thing that they're doing. Yeah. So, speaking of which, it opens with the song Arabian Nights. Yeah, which is extremely controversial. It is. It used to be worse. Yes. Because the version that we hear in the in anywhere that you see it, I think even on VHS, I thought about dig- digging up my VHS copy to see, but yeah. I think before it even hit theaters, yeah, this, they had changed it. This was it. an issue. Yeah, yeah, they changed it in 1993. Yeah. And it came out in 92. So, right. Yeah. It might be on a very few VHS, but yeah. Yeah. So the original lyrics say where they'll cut off your ear if they don't like your face. It's barbaric, but hey, it's home. Yes. And they changed it to where it's flat and immense and the heat is intense. It's barbaric, but, but hey, hey, it's home. They left barbaric out. Hey. Yeah. Well, they're like, well, we're not talking about the people anymore. We're talking about the weather. So it's okay. Nobody describes weather as barbaric. No. They really could have replaced <laughs> that word also. Yeah. It is. The music, though, is fun. Yeah. You know. It's a catchy song. We all remember it. Yes. Arabian nights. Like Arabian <laughs> days. More often than not. Are hotter than hot. In a lot of good ways. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Because I'm pretty sure it's colder at night in the desert. Yes. Than it is during the day. But. The days are hot though. That's true. They do be hot. Arabian nights. Neath Arabian moons. Oh. Something, something, something. <laughs> yes, there are more words there. <laughs> but then we see a tiny man in a giant turban on a camel. Yeah. Who is voiced by Robin Williams, which I don't know if I realized that before, but as soon as I read that, I was like, oh yeah, you can't unhear it. Yeah. The tiny man is voiced by Robin Williams. Yeah. Not the camel. Right. Although if the camel had a voice, I bet it would sound like Robin Williams. Probably, yes. Yeah. And he's also dressed like the genie. Yeah. Yeah. So, interestingly enough. Yes. There was supposed to be a scene in this movie mm-hmm. that tells you that this is the genie. Oh. Much later. Yeah. Like, now that he is free from genie-dom. Yeah. He is this man. And the the clues are there in that they're dressed the same. He's mm-hmm. wearing blue and he has, like, the red sash around his waist. Yeah. Their eyebrows are very similar. Uh. And he only has four fingers on each hand, just like the genie, whereas oh. everyone else has five. Interesting. Yeah. And he also has the lamp, which you would imagine right. he would keep. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So they they cut that scene explaining it, but mm-hmm. both directors are like, no, this is, that's him. It's the genie. They are one and the same. Interesting. So it's cute. So it starts out with... This man uh-huh. welcoming us to Agrabah, yes. city of mystery, enchantment, and the finest merchandise. This side of the River Jordan on sale today. Come on down. Yep. <laughs> he just like, boom, has a whole stand with all this stuff. Yeah. And he's explaining all these things. Yeah. Combination hookah and coffee maker also Thank makes you. julienne fries. Yes. And this scene, like in real life, they had Robin Williams standing in front of this giant table that set a sheet over it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, without looking, just reach under the sheet and grab something and then try to sell it to us. Oh, my God. And so there was just like all this stuff. And then they just animated around the kid friendly bits, which were yeah. not a lot of it. Yeah, I imagine. But I want to hear that. I know. I would watch the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, him just being like, oh, the Dead Sea Tupperware. Check this out. <laughs> Still good. <laughs> but the camera 
listener, the listener camera, uh, gets bored and starts to walk away. And the guy is like, no, wait, come back. I have something really good. And then he shows us the lamp. Yeah. He's like, it's no, I know it looks dingy, but this is no ordinary lamp. It once changed the course of a young man's life. Mm. Who was that young man? He was a diamond in the rough, they say. That's what they say. (laughs) He's like, I'll tell you the whole story. Yes. It begins on a dark night where a dark man waits with a dark purpose. And then he throws some glitter into the sky and it turns into the stars and then it pans down to the desert. And we're at the beginning of the story. And we see a dark man. Oh, yeah. On a dark horse waiting for a dark purpose. Waiting for a dark purpose, exactly. Yep. So it's Jafar. Uh He's waiting on a horse. On a sand dune, and then a little scruffy man named Gazim shows up, mm-hmm. brings him half of a golden scarab beetle, which yes. Gazim is like, all right, give me my money. Yeah, you said you were going to give me treasure for it. Yeah. And Jafar, because he's like, goes to give it to him, and he's like, no, 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 not until I see the treasure. Right. But then Jafar's parrot swoops over and grabs it out of his hands. Fucking Iago. And Jafar is like, you'll get what's coming to you. Trust me, my pungent friend. Yeah. He says. <laughs> I'm like, you got to read these contracts very carefully. Yes. And make sure that it says that you will actually get treasure and not just what's coming to you. <laughs> yes. You got to check the wording. So Jafar joins the two halves of the scarab gold jewel thing together and it flies off. Yeah. And they follow it on horseback. Yes. Follow that trail. So the scarab flies over to this little dune mm-hmm. in the sand the two have separate they like fly around it and then f- fly into it to make eyeballs Ooh. and then it rises up yes. and becomes a giant head yeah. of a tiger uh-huh. with his mouth open yep. and one earring which yeah. is how you know he's cool yep and gay yeah which also means cool <laughs> <laughs> thank you jafar says at last the cave of wonders Rock, cave of wonders <laughs> So he, like, shoves Gazim forward, and he's like, all right, remember our deal. You can have literally all of the treasure in there. Mm -hmm. Just bring me the lamp. Yep. Which, I know- The lamp! (laughs) The lamp! Thank you. Do I sound like Gilbert Gottfried? Yes. Tight. This is a sketchy as hell deal. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't even seen how much treasure is in this cave yet. Right. And he never will. But- No. you You gotta be just like- completely blinded by greed to be like okay you want me to bring one tiny lamp out and i can have literally the rest of everything that's in there this man has never seen a movie no (laughs) he has not yeah it just it kind of makes me think of uh like we were talking about with willy wonka where it's like just fucking pocket that golden ticket yeah you don't need your one pound bonus like just keep that exactly this lamp has got to be way more worth you know yeah yeah why is this the most valuable thing in there and why can't i have it yes so as gazim is headed towards the cave we realize iago the parrot is actually good at talking yes doesn't just parrot phrases thank goodness he says to jafar where'd you take this bozo up yeah but gazim heads toward the cave and the way down turns into some steps Mm -hmm. but before he can go in the tiger says dares disturb my slumber yeah <laughs> nicely done thank you you know who that is frank walker yeah! yeah it's like one of his only roles where he actually has lines oh he says words instead Ever. of just making noises yeah. yeah nice i know it's fun yeah 
uh gazim's like it's it's me you know gazim from the th- we went to high school together you yeah, remember yeah you we remember go from, way back from the thing we were in uh shop together yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh he says it is i gazim a humble thief hmm. yeah but the tiger says know this only one may enter here one whose worth lies far within a diamond in the rough yeah, he and he turns and looks back at Javar and is like, "Um, so should I not me, go in here? Is that me? What is it?" And, and Javar's like, like, "It's cool, just go on. You're fine. You're fine, fine. Go, go, yeah. go, 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 go. You got this. Yeah, doing great." Gazim takes one step in, uh huh, and gets swallowed up. Yeah, yeah. He was not the diamond in the rough. It turns yeah. out he's the rough. <laughs> he, he is, but the rough. <laughs> Iago is pissed. She's so mad. Yeah. He's freaking out. He's just like, oh my god, we've been waiting for so long for these pieces. That's not even the guy. He's just pulling out his old feather. Look at me. I'm so ticked off. I'm molting. Yeah. I cannot do a very good Gilbert Gottfried, unfortunately. Yeah. Jafar says, be patient. We'll find him. We'll find the diamond in the rough. And the tiger melts down. Yeah. And there's like some lightning sort of flashing. And it says, <laughs> thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. So then we cut to Agrabah. Yes. Daytime. Yes. And we see, presumably, this guy that we're looking for. Yeah. It's Aladdin. Right. There he is. Big old pants and his purple vest and his no nipples. Yeah. He just no. doesn't have them. No. It's a bummer. <laughs> Seeing him in the vest, like, the movie Super Bad, I could not watch more than once. Yeah. Because, like, cringe comedy, just, I yeah. can't. It's, like, too much. Yeah. Especially about being, like, in high school and middle school. I don't know why people enjoy that, because it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. But McLovin gets dressed for a party and puts on a vest, Uh and Jonah Hill says, take off that vest, you look like Aladdin. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, that's the best part of that movie. Isn't that (laughs) the description that we used when you and I ran into that guy outside of that bar and he told us we looked like trouble? Oh. And then we posted a Craigslist misconnection about it. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. He was wearing a vest. He we was. like, yeah, that hot Aladdin dude with his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a lot of dick pics. Well, there's just so many wieners in, in the mail. In the Wiener electronic mail. mail. <laughs> Here's the mail. It never fails. <laughs> it's full of wieners. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, I mean, what were we expecting, truly? <sighs> so we see... Aladdin, he's running through the streets with yep. some bread yep. that he stole. He did. He's being chased by the guards. Yes. Who, they're the palace guards? I don't know what they are. But they're also just around all the time. Yeah, I mean, I guess just all law enforcement dresses the same way. Yeah, but it's this specific guy. Yeah, and that one guy just happens to be everywhere all the time. Yeah, Razul is his name. Yeah. Even though they don't ever call him that. I don't know. He gets named much later. But it's uh, it's Jim Cummings. Mm-hmm. This is chasing him down. Yeah. And he's like, finally, I caught you. Yes. But then Abu shows up, pulls his hat down over his eyes, and they get away. And then we get a song. Yeah. And I love this song so much. It's such a good song. I steal only what I can afford. And that's, and that's everything. everything. <laughs> so, yeah, he's explaining basically that he's getting chased around all the time by the guards, and he only steals because he can't afford it. Just a little snack, guys. Rip him open, take it back, guys. Gotta steal to eat, gotta eat to live. Tell you all about it when I got the time. Otherwise, we'd get along. Yeah, 
This is a great song. It also implies they use a lot of French phrases in this movie, which yeah, is do. weird. Yeah. And he does too. He says, next time, I'm going to use a nom de plume. Yeah. For what? It doesn't matter if they know your name. Right. They still know you stole it. I don't think in 1992 they were counting on people reading the subtitles. I guess not. They were just like, it sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's also a, a really large woman in one part yeah. of this song who like let's not be too hasty still i think he's rather tasty <laughs> like are you implying that this woman is gonna eat him because she's, she's large like, that, um, he just she thinks he's a snack <sighs> yeah aladdin and abu do get away they jump out of a window and ride a carpet down mm-hmm. and then they float away yep and the guards landed a bunch of poop isn't that funny <laughs> poop <laughs> Yep. And they're excited. They sit down. They're going to share their meal. Yep. Aladdin and Abu. But then Aladdin sees these two little kids searching through the garbage and they're hungry. And he's like, shit. Yeah. I gotta get them my bread that I fought really hard for. Yeah. And Abu's like, no, I ain't doing it. He like takes a bite. Yeah. With, like a spiteful look on his face. A spite bite. Spite bite. Yeah. But then he feels bad too. So he goes over and gives them his bread. Yeah. It's very sweet. Yes. You know, so we know that. I mean, truly, Aladdin is really only stealing to feed himself, and yeah. even then, after all that he just went through, willing to give it up right. for someone less fortunate than he is. Exactly. Which is very nice. He's a very nice guy. Sure. I have a tiny question. Uh, yes. They run by this giant fish market. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where are they getting these fish? This is not a coastal town. Uh, the guessing. Dead Sea? Yeah. I don't think anything lives in the Dead Sea, though. I think that's why it's called the Dead Sea. Well, it's... Yeah... Can right? stuff live in there? I know that it's very like acidic or basic or something. It's got a super high salt content. Oh, that's what it is. And so, like, if you swim in it, you can like float oh. really easily because yeah. the salt holds you up. Okay. I don't know if things live in there or not. Things live in the craziest places. Something has to live in the Dead Sea. I don't know if you guys know. Let us know. Yeah, I mean there I'm are not bodies it. of water out there, but Agrabah is like a fake place, so we don't know if it is close to water or not. I mean, it doesn't look like it. No, Given it doesn't. the lack there, of plants. Yeah, there there aren't any plants, so. I'm going to say no. Yeah. And they're like, fresh fish. I'm like, eh, how fresh? How do you mean fresh? Because I know you don't have ice either. <laughs> so, we a noise a, is happening. A big noise. A commotion. A commotion. What the is it? The crowd has gathered, so Aladdin and Abu go to check it out. It's a fancy man on a horse. <laughs> He's a very fancy man. Another suitor for the princess. Says yeah. a man in a very tired voice. Oh, yeah. He's not another suitor for the prince. That later yes. just like, this keeps happening. These right. fancy men riding through and she rejects all of them. Mm-hmm. And then so we see the two little kids. The little boy like, yeah. runs out yeah. and to, to just go see the horse. He's very excited. And his sister runs out after him and they both almost get trampled. And the fancy man uh-huh. is very upset and goes to whip them. Yeah. But Aladdin runs in front of them, catches it with his arm tosses it back in his face and says you know if i were as rich as you perhaps i could afford some manners yeah and then he pushes the fancy man pushes aladdin down in the mud yeah which i would like to know where the mud came from doesn't seem like a lot of water around here same place as the fish yep but everyone laughs at him yeah and as he's getting up out of the mud and the fancy man is riding away he says, look at that abu it's not every day you see a horse with two rear ends got him yeah that's a pg burn right there (laughs) 
But the fancy man says, turns around, he's all huffy, says, You are a worthless street rat. You were born a street rat. You'll die a street rat. And only your fleas will mourn you. And Aladdin says, I'm not worthless. I don't have fleas. As he scratches his head. Yeah. <laughs> but so he's like, come on, Abu, let's go home. And then we get a little sad reprise. Mm-hmm. Riffraff, street rat, I don't buy that. If only they'd look closer. Would they see a poor boy? No siree. I'm complicated. Normal they people scare me. I'm different. There's so much more to me. I got jokes, for one. Yeah. I'm not just a worthless dude. I'm funny. Right? I'm funny. I'm a funny guy. I'm I got acrobatic. a little hat. My acrobatics is very high. Yeah. But he's he's out there daydreaming, because from their vantage point in mm. their rundown little house. Yeah. You can see the palace. He says, one day we're going to live in a palace, Abu, and we won't have any problems at all. And it's like, yeah, this is dreaming a little high. Yeah. Like, you don't even have a job. Right. Not that you can work your way up to the palace, like, on the corporate ladder or whatever. Right. But, like, maybe try getting a job. Like, you have a performing monkey. True, yeah. You seem very strong. Yeah. Does anyone need help moving things, lifting things? Yeah, maybe the economy is bad. It seems like it. Yeah. There are a lot of, there's a lot of bustling people, though, with markets and stuff, you know? So, anyway, at the palace, where there aren't any problems whatsoever. No, Peach Keen. Um, Ahmed. Yes. I think was his name. Yes, Prince Ahmed. Yeah. The fancy man from earlier. Right. He's leaving and he is mad and also a chunk of his pants are missing. Yeah. <laughs> and he yells at the Sultan, good luck marrying her off. Yes. The Sultan tries to get him to stay, but he leaves anyway, storms off. So the Sultan's like, oof, Jasmine goes out to the courtyard to go reprimand her. But before he can get there, he's like stopped, confronted mm. by this giant tiger. Yeah. And it's like, oh no! But then he's like, Raja, get out of my way! So like, yeah, he's beloved. But he has some heart-printed boxers in his mouth. Yeah. So we know that he's the one who chased off Ahmed. Uh Uh-huh. At this point, I noticed that Jasmine has the tiniest feet I have ever seen. Yeah. And I I know that she's like a caricature of conventional beauty. Yeah. But how the fuck can she walk? I don't know. They're very small. It doesn't help that her pants are huge. Okay, but here's what I was looking at. Is it makes her feet look even smaller. And no one's going to believe me if you don't already know this. But your foot is the same size as your forearm. Right. So when you look at her feet compared yes. to her forearms, yes. there's no way that she wouldn't just fall down all the time. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. But if you look at it, it runs in the family because her dad's feet are also similarly very small. But he is very small. Sure. He's like half as tall as she is. Yeah, that's true. Also, it's totally true. You got, If you didn't already know this, just pause real quick. Take a second. Hold your foot up to your forearm. They're the same. I just did it. I double checked. Why do I not measure shoes this way? I don't know. I do. (laughs) Anyway, so... Yes. This means your forearms are bigger than mine. I just realized. Because your feet are huge. That's true. I I inherited... (laughs) They're not as long as my dad's, but my dad has, like, long gorilla arms. Yeah. And I inherited a little bit of that. Nice. Long arms. And long legs. Meat Wedge has a huge wingspan. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) gonna fly like an eagle so (laughs) yes the sultan is upset he's like listen you have to be married to a prince by your next birthday i want to know how old she's about to be yeah originally it was supposed to be she had to be married to a prince by her 16th birthday disgusting yeah they cut that out they were like just make it kind of ambiguous just by her next birthday right um because yeah that's gross yeah absolutely 
Her birthday's in three days. Oh, no. And he's concerned. She yeah. has rejected every single suitor that has come a call in. Yep. A courtin', if you will. Yeah, because they suck. And, yeah. And he's like, not only does the law say that you have to be married, which I'm like, or what? Yeah. Literally, what happens? the law. Yeah. He's in charge. What happens if she's not married? Yeah. What are the stakes here? Do they kill her? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going to happen? Because yeah. he's very concerned. Yeah. But he says, not only am I concerned about this law <laughs> She'll coming expire. Up. <laughs> yeah. expiration date is in three days. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. does she turn into a pumpkin? Yeah. Does, do they have to she, throw her in jail? Then she's too old and no man will want her. They have to banish her? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But also. Yes. He says, you know, I, I won't be around forever to take yeah. care of you. Right. And so I need, I want to make sure that you're married to someone who will take care of you before i die which Jasmine i'm like are you dying very clearly take care of herself though. yes she but does yeah. not need a man you know he's a dad I know. whatever he doesn't have anything else going on we find out yes but jasmine wants to marry for love yeah she says i've never done anything in my life i've never had any friends i've never been outside of this palace this is not a kind of life and her dad's like, but you're a princess. And she's like, well, maybe I don't want to be a princess because it kind of sucks. Yeah. It's bullshit. And then she lets all of her birds go. Yep. And watches them fly away and is like, oh, I wish that was me. Yep. So then we go inside the palace where we see the sultan who is very distraught because of this whole suitor thing. Right. And he runs into Jafar. Yep. Jafar just looks menacing as hell all the time. Yep. And the sultan is like, ah, Jafar, my most trusted advisor. Which I'm like, do you have other advisors that you don't trust? Yeah, and what they never, do they look like? It seems like only the three of them live in this giant palace, too. Yeah, we There's don't like see the, anyone else except for the guards occasionally. The sword and the stone, where we're like, who lives in this <laughs> castle? Yeah, what? Who's making all these dishes? How do they like find one another? Oh yeah, they just yell. Like they got an intercom system. <laughs> <laughs> the first intercom system. But Jafar's like, hey, I can fix your problem. No problem. Yeah. It will require the use of the mystic blue diamond. Right. I don't really understand this. I don't either. Does he get it back? I don't know. Does it get destroyed? Has he never used it before? How does he know it'll work? What is it? <laughs> so many <laughs> so questions. Because they make it so serious. He's like, it will require the use of the mystic blue diamond. And the sultan's like, but it's been in my family for years. But then he uses his little snake staff to hypnotize him. Right. And he's like... Whatever you need. Yes, it will be fine. Yeah. And gives it to him. Right. So Jafar heads off with the diamond. Uh-huh. He opens a secret passage into the heights of the palace. Yeah. And Iago is just... All Iago does in this movie is complain. Yeah. Just complains about the crackers the sultan gives him. Yeah. But Jafar's like, listen, don't even worry about it. Soon I will be sultan. Mm-hmm. Not that adulpated twit. Yeah. Adulpated. Adulpated is a really good word. It is. Uh... Weird for a kid's movie, though. Agree. So then we see it's nighttime, and Princess Jasmine is sneaking out. Yeah, She's, like, covered in a big brown thing. Right. She's wearing the same shit. I know. I, I make a note of that later. I'm like, you really shouldn't be wearing all of your expensive stuff out. Yeah. And it's not like she only has one outfit. Yeah. She's got a billion. Yeah, take that crown off your head, bitch. Like, I know her closet <laughs> is bigger than my house. So. Exactly. But anyway, she sneaks out. Raja doesn't want her to go, but she says, I can't stay here and have my life lived for me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I get it. So he gives her a boost up and over the palace walls. It's me. Goodbye, Raja. I'm Raja. I know. <laughs> Today I'm Raja. The next morning we see Aladdin and Abu stealing a melon. Uh-huh. 
Wait, this makes me realize she snuck out in the middle of the night. What did she do all night? Oh, maybe it was really early in the morning. Maybe. Like before the sun came up. Yeah. Anyway, it's the next morning. Aladdin Abu steal a melon because Abu distracts the guy mm-hmm. while Aladdin steals a melon and they sit right on top of the stall roof and eat it. I know. It just seems like you would want to move. Nope. They don't care. Farther away. But Jasmine is walking through the marketplace being like awed by all of the hustle and bustle and life and yeah you know looking at all of the shops and exciting yeah this the one guy though and it has always bothered me every time i watch this movie he's like sugar dates and he's like tossing the plate at her and they just go flying absolutely everywhere yeah. and i'm just like you got to pick all those up yeah sugar dates and figs so and again the fresh fish fresh fish yeah <laughs> where did they come from we catch them you buy them that is literally how a fish market works, sir. Yep. Not really a catchphrase. Not enticing me to get like, yeah, I'd have to catch the fish. Fuck it. Yeah, right. You pay me to catch the fish. Uh, truly. Anyway. Jasmine bumps into a fire eater uh-huh. who swallows the fire and then burps the fire. Yeah. Um, But this is when Aladdin sees her. Yes. And is immediately enamored. Yeah. Abu's like trying to get his attention, waving his little monkey hands in yeah. front of his eyeballs. He is gone. Yep. For this woman. She walks a little farther through the street and sees a little sad, hungry child trying to get an apple from the apple cart. And she looks down and is like, oh, here you go. Yeah. She just hands it to him. And the apple guy at the cart is like, you better be able to pay for that. And she's like, oh, shit, I didn't bring any of my money. Yeah. Let me just go to the palace and I'll get some from the sultan. Right. Yeah. Great cover, lady. Yeah. How she do you is- not know? I like, I know she hasn't been out, but how do you not know to bring some fucking money? Right. But, but just, like, hand him your earrings, girl. Yeah. Like, oh, will this cover it? Maybe she just has no idea what things are worth. I guess, but, like, that's at least an option. How much can a banana cost? Ten dollars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's about to cut her hand off. Yeah, it's intense. Especially because he's so big. Yeah. And she's so tiny. Yeah, because he's brown and she's white. Well, yes. <laughs> I'll save the rant for later. The way that, like... His giant hand encompasses her whole arm. Yeah. Has always, like, stuck with me. Yeah. Because she's just so little. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's going to cut her hand off. Yep. For stealing. But That's Aladdin the punishment. steps in and mm-hmm. is like, I've been looking all over for you. Thank yeah. you, sir, for helping me find my sister. Uh-huh. She's a little bit crazy. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, just just trust me and just play along. Yeah. And, and she does. And the shop owner is like, she says she knows the sultan. Yeah. But he goes, she thinks the monkey is the sultan. Yes. Uh, Abu does love to pretend to be the sultan. Yeah. He's standing up straight and giving decrees in monkey language. Yeah. And it's very silly and cute. Yeah. Jasmine's like, oh, powerful sultan, like bowing down to him. Yeah. So it works. Yes. They convince the man. Aladdin is like talking to him to distract him and like grabs an apple with his foot and then like tosses it into his hand and hands it to him. He's like, see, here's your apple. No harm done. Yeah. We're going to take off. Come on, Sultan. So they leave. Abu has like four apples and like a bunch of other stuff that he has stolen stuffed into his little vest. And he bows as they're leaving. So it all falls out. Yeah. What a dork. Goofy. So they have to take off running. But they make it. So Jafar is doing some evil stuff. Yep. Up in his tower. Yeah. Iago is running on this, like, cogwheel thing to create a storm. Yeah. And, yeah, your note here says, 
It's always interesting when characters are so evil and they are trying to be evil rather than thinking that their actions are correct and they're just misunderstood. Right. Like, Jafar likes being evil. Yeah. Because Iago is like, with all due respect, your rottenness, couldn't we just wait for an actual storm? Yeah. And Jafar's like, shut the fuck up. First of all, we live in a desert. No. Right. (laughs) And then he calls him Almighty Evil One. Right. And so it's not even... He's not even trying to hide it. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just interesting to me when I'm like, he is evil. He knows he's evil. He enjoys being referred to as evil. Right. And again, the like fighting so hard to rule a kingdom is like, no, thank you. Yeah. You already have a lot of power. Yeah. The way that you're doing things. You have a lot of power and very little responsibility. Right. Yeah. And you live in a giant palace. What more do you want? Right. He's just evil to be evil. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I guess it's just, Especially in kids' movies, it's easier to process, like, good and evil being black and white. Yeah. I guess is the point. I don't know. Literally black and white in this case. <laughs> where Sultan's wearing yes. his white clothing. and <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, he puts the mystic blue diamond in this, like, little snakehead contraption. And right, yeah. channels the lightning that Iago is creating. And apparently this can show him the person that he's looking for. Yeah. I don't know how it all works. It just either. does. It's magic. You know, it, it just works. And so we see it's Aladdin. Yep. Yeah, he sees Aladdin in that very moment. So he's like climbing a ladder. Yeah, with Jasmine getting away. Yeah, and Jasmine's there too, but he doesn't recognize her because she's wearing a hat and that's how things work. <laughs> Iago is unimpressed. Yeah. He's like, that guy? Yeah. Yeah, but Javar says, let's have the guards extend to him an invitation to the palace, shall we? So then we see Aladdin and Jasmine who are heading towards his house. Yeah, the song in the background is a slower version of the stealing song. Yeah. Which I think is cute. I they, like when movies do that. Yeah, they do a very good job of weaving the songs mm-hmm. in to this movie. Um, but they're they're sharing a lot of like wide-eyed staring moments and actual accidentally falling into each other's arms right, and yeah. then being like, oh, about it. So yeah. clearly just falling head over heels in love with each other. Right. That's how it works. After five minutes of hanging out. Yep. He pole vaults from one rooftop to the other mm-hmm. and is talking about how this must have been your first time in the marketplace. Yes. And she's like, oh, do I stand out that much? And he's yeah. like, Yeah. Uh, I mean, you just look dumb. <laughs> she like tries to cover it and be like, I I mean, you just I don't think you know how dangerous Agrabah can be. And he's like trying to set up this plank that goes from one rooftop so that she can walk over and while yeah. he's doing that, she pole vaults. Right. The same way that he did, and she's like, I guess you could say I'm a fast learner and it's just like uh-huh. <gasps> God, she's so hot. When did Ursula get here? That's kinda of what she sounds like. It's true. She's not quite that breathy. So they are at his house, and yeah. she says, oh, this is where you live, she asks, and she loves it, because it's, like, total freedom, all alone, you know. Yes. And he's like, it's not much, but we can come and go as we please, and it's got a great view. Yeah. And he pulls back his curtain right. to reveal the palace, which, honestly, he has a curtain. He's doing a lot better than a lot of other single men out there. <laughs> So I I think he's doing fine. He's got some throw pillows. Yeah. He starts talking about how great it would be to live at the palace, to have servants and valets to drive your car, um, and to never have to worry about anything. And Jasmine says, oh, sure. People telling you what to wear, where to go, never free to make your own choices. Yeah. They're talking at each other, but they're not really listening to each other. 
until right. they both say, you just feel so trapped. trapped. And then they like look at each other like, oh, you understand me. But they don't understand mm, each other at no. all because they're very different. Coming from entirely different places. Right. Anyway, where are you from? Aladdin would like to know. Which I'm like, man, she is not being subtle about being the princess. No. Because one, she looks like that. Yeah. She's wearing what she is wearing. Uh-huh. She just spouted off all that shit about how terrible it is it would be to right. live in the palace. Yes. And she has never been to the market. She's never been to the market. Yeah. She says, it doesn't matter where I'm from. I ran away and I'm not going back because my father is forcing me to get married, which everyone in town knows that suitors have been showing up to go talk to the princess. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. this is said in whenever the third century. Sure. So arranged marriages were pretty common. Yeah. I don't feel like that is the most obvious sign, but all the no, other ones. No, it's just one of yeah, for sure. all of these signs that are happening. Originally, I did read, Aladdin was supposed to know that she was the princess from the get. Oh. But they didn't want it to seem like he was only interested in her status and money. Uh-huh. So they were like, we'll rewrite it so that he doesn't know and he truly falls in love with her for who she is. Right. Okay. As much as you can in 30 minutes. Yeah. But it wasn't like a... His his reasons were pure. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like that, but it also just makes him seem like a total idiot. Because it's just like, who is this woman? Who could she be? Anyway, they almost smooch. Yeah, it's so close. But then... Oh, no. The guards show up. How did they get there? They're after me. They're after you? Yeah. My father must have sent them, she says. Yeah, but Aladdin's not listening. He's doing some quick fall damage math. Right. To see if they can survive. Jumping and out of the window. he says, yeah. He says, do you trust me? Reaches out his hand. She looks up into his eyes. Yes. She e- says, yes? Yes. He's like, great, then jump. Yep. And they jump onto a cloth and some sand. So they're fine. They're fine. But the head guard is already there. Grabs him. Yeah. And says, it's the dungeon for you, boy. Yep. Jasmine throws a fit and the guard knocks her down and calls her a street mouse. Mm-hmm. Rats are boys and mice are girls. Don't forget. Yeah. What does that make me? A ferret. <gasps> yes. This is my ferret. <laughs> <laughs> Bucket snake. But Jasmine pulls off her hood to reveal her face and says, but unhend him by order of the princess. <gasps> All the guards bow. What are you doing here outside the palace walls? And with this street rat. And she's like, none ya. But the important part is you gotta let him go. Yep. And he's like, uh, sorry, I cannot because my orders come from Jafar. Does, and you'll have to take it up with him. Does Jafar outrank Jasmine? I mean, I guess. That's what Because she's implies. a lady? Yeah. Yeah. He's a hired goon. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's an appointed position, but yeah. uh, presumably can be fired. She's the prince. She's the sultan's daughter. But she is a lady, so. Yeah. But anyway. She says to him, oh, believe me, I will. <laughs> yeah, okay. You have literally no pull around that place. You nope. can't even decide who you're gonna marry, whether or not you're gonna get married. You can't even leave. Or leave! Yeah! yeah. You, just, you can't even leave the walls! Anyway, here we are, back in the palace where Jafar is looking shady to no one's surprise. Yeah, like you do. He slimes out of his hiding place in the wall, and Jasmine finds him. Yeah, I know she's like all fired up. She's like, gonna go talk to him because But like, he just came out of a wall. <laughs> I just imagine that gift that people always send for midsummer where Danny is like marching and just keeps getting tinier. <laughs> yeah. 
That's Jasmine. (laughs) But she's like, she's pissed. And so she's like, Jafar. Yes. But he just, he literally just walked out of a wall and she doesn't even notice. If, even if she thought like he was just standing there in front of a wall, the wall in the empty hallway. I don't know. It's silly, but she's yelling at him. Yep. He also gets stuck in the wall and Jafar kicks him. Yeah. Which is funny. Oh, that hurt. Yep. Jasmine would like to know why Aladdin was arrested. Yeah. Jafar's like, well, he's a criminal. He committed a crime. Yep. And that crime was kidnapping the princess, of course. Right. And she says, he didn't kidnap me. I ran away. He's like, oh, shit. Wow. Oh, wow. I I truly have stepped in it this time. I am just so sorry. I, there's nothing I can do. Dipped right in it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, his sentence has already been carried out death by beheading yeah the the addition of by beheading was unnecessary he's dead i know and he like pauses i feel like it's another racial stereotype it is they wanted to include but he just goes death and she's like (gasps) he goes by beheading it's like did not need to include that nope the manner of death was not important nope anyway she is very sad she slumps into a conveniently placed chair in the middle of this hallway. It's the only thing happening. He, like, very creepily puts all of his fingers around her shoulders <sighs> and is like, I'm exceedingly sorry, princess. How could you? How she says. could you? She leaves. Yes. It's, it's just, he's, what do you mean, how could you? This can't be the first time he's done something dumb. No! She talks to him like they're... Like she trusted him, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like he, he's so slimy. Anyway, so anyway, in the dungeon, Aladdin, still intact, <laughs> has his head. Yep, lamenting the fact that he was talking to the princess and didn't know it, and now she probably thinks he's an idiot, even though he's chained to a dungeon wall. Yeah, he's got other shit to worry about right now. Yeah, you have much bigger, questionably fresh fish to fry, my dude. <laughs> He's, like, trying to wiggle out of his shackles. Yeah. What we need is a great feat of strength. <laughs> what we have is a great strength of feet. <laughs> a little Robin Hood men in tights for you there. Uh, yeah. Very nice. But Abu shows up. Yay! He shows up and yells at Aladdin for a little bit. Yeah. Which is very cute. Yeah, he puts his vest up over his head and he's, like, pantomiming having giant eyeballs and eyelashes and is like... So we know that Abu is like, listen, you cannot let the pussy get in the way. Yeah. It will drag you down. The pussy will drag you down. (laughs) (laughs) We got shit to do. I don't need you to be distracted. Right. And then he lets him out. It's like Phil yelling at Hercules, can't be distracted by a pair of big Google eyes. Right, exactly. But Aladdin's like, listen, she needed help and it was worth it. It, but it doesn't matter because I'll never see her again. She has to marry a prince. Yep. Does not even thank Abu. No. For him from a dungeon. Yeah, pulls out his little hairpin and picks the locks and he's like, because he, yeah. he totally did it. And yeah. he does not even, hey, thanks, man. No, Aladdin has a problem with <sighs> yeah. expressing gratitude yeah. in this movie. It's true. I'm a fool, says Aladdin. Only a fool gives up so easily. Says a creepy man from the shadows. Yeah, he's so creepy. I didn't remember him being that, like, the way he, like, scuttles across the floor and is, like, almost on all fours, he's so hunched over. Yeah. And, like, coming out of the shadows and blah, 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 I hate it. Yeah, and he's got, like, all these (laughs) crooked gravestone teeth. One is gold. Yeah. Pointing every which fucking way. 
big scraggly beard. He's bald. It's creepy. Yeah. But creepy man says we can help each other out. There's a cave. A cave of wonders. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's filled with treasure. Neat. Enough to impress the princess, that's for sure. This man also has a British accent, which I don't understand, but it's fine. (laughs) I guess it makes the person more trustworthy. Sure. If you're covered in cobwebs, not gonna really sell it. But a British accent? Yes. Yes. But he kind of walks away, and then we get this brief glimpse of Iago underneath this creepy man's robes and he's like jafar hurry it up i'm dying in here so we're like oh this is jafar in disguise yeah and iago is playing the part of his hump right jafar's like shut the fuck up i'm doing a thing right i feel like this (laughs) character implies that jafar has a sense of humor yeah which he really does not also this takes a lot of like creativity and imagination which i don't imagine this man has no and i just did aladdin ever come into contact with jafar did they ever look at each other was this even necessary i mean maybe they did but we don't see them yeah talking to each other right they might have when the guards brought him to the palace oh maybe and we just didn't maybe jafar was like throw him in the dungeon yeah but yeah he could have just been himself yeah but anyway what i want how did they get his teeth to look like that how did they get the rest of him to look like that Ah, you know wigs and bald caps and but even and... like his skin is different i know He's whatever anyway his teeth aladdin says listen i can't marry jasmine even if i had a bunch of treasure because there's a law oh yeah yeah you he... ever heard the golden rule oh what is that he who has the gold makes the rules oh this is preston water's dad right <laughs> yeah but aladdin's like okay but why would you share it with me i don't even know you well, he says, I need a strong pair of legs and a good back to go in after it. So he's like, "I'm look at me, I'm old and I'm frail, I can't go in there, but if you go get it, I will share it with you, which seems fair. Yeah, and Aladdin's like, all right, fine, cool. but we're still stuck in this dungeon, so I don't know what you want. Uh-huh, but Jafar's like, no, 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 not everything is as it seems. And he just taps his little cane against this, some stones in the wall. And he says, we'll just escape through this plot device. I mean, hole in the wall. Uh-huh. Like, where did it come from? Has it always been there? People Did do Jafar... not ask enough questions in this movie. Like, no, it was there. Someone says treasure, and everyone's like, okay. Okay. Where does it go? Did Jafar have it installed knowing that Aladdin would be in the dungeon? How long did it take to get there? Also, Aladdin should be questioning this old man and being like, you could have escaped at any time. Were you yeah. just waiting for someone else to show up? Was this the only way for you to meet people? <laughs> have you not heard of Craigslist? I like, can't find any other people to meet can't find a strapping young lad to go share in this treasure with you anywhere out in the streets you have to wait in this dungeon until i don't understand well regardless they're free great and they walk through the swirly stormy sand to the cave of wonders neat uh the tiger face likes aladdin yeah he says who disturbs my slumber and aladdin's like it's i aladdin yeah tiger's like tight yeah you can come in proceed yeah Again, more questions should be asked. He said there's a cave. A cave of wonders. Doesn't mention that it's made of a giant sand tiger head that speaks. But Aladdin's like, I mean, and for a penny, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, there's a fucking... There's treasure in here, I Treasure, heard. yeah. That's all I care about. That's crazy. But the tiger says, touch nothing but the lamp. Uh-huh. And then the old man says, bring me the lamp and then you shall have your reward. Uh-huh. Again, not reading the contracts. Nope. Gotta make sure. So... Aladdin and Abu head down into the cave, and dang, it's full of treasure. Yeah, Aladdin says, just a handful of this stuff would make me richer than the Sultan. Yup. Abu's yep. trying to, like, goes to run and grab some of it, but yeah. Aladdin manages to stop him. He's like, no, 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 remember, we're only allowed to touch the lamp 
then we can have the treasure. Right. And so Abu's like, nah, stops midair and then like lands on this carpet, mm-hmm. which I guess the carpet doesn't count. He's not, not part of the treasure. made of gold, I guess. He's just in there. Yep. But the rug is alive. <gasps> and it flies after them. Sneakily. Yeah. Sneakily. I know. It's like bothering Abu. It like pulls on his tail. Yeah. Like taps him on the shoulder and keeps like pretending not to be behind him. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. And Abu sees that the carpet is alive and tries to tell Aladdin and Aladdin's like, what? He has to like turn his whole head around. Yeah. And Aladdin's like, oh, hey, little carpet. Hi, come here, buddy. Come here, little guy. Come here. And he's like, maybe you can help us. We're looking for a lamp. Yeah. And the carpet says, hell yeah. Well, he doesn't say. He doesn't talk. Right. But he nods his threads and says with his tassels and body language that they can follow him. So they go deep into the cave. Yeah. Walk through a couple different rooms. Mm -hmm. Which, you're totally right. Why didn't they just fly there? On the carpet. Yeah, why Why magic carpet? No, just zoom. Directly to the lamp. Don't know. Maybe yeah. he doesn't trust them yet. I, what, what, what happened in the interim? In the montage? I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, they get to a giant room. <laughs> yes. Which, there is a, a huge staircase. Staircase, the beam of light shining on the lamp. Yep. Aladdin's like, there it is. We I'm gotta go, go get, get it. it. Abu, you stay here. And so he takes off up yep. all these giant stairs yep. to go get the lamp. Yep. Abu does not stay there. He does not. Because he sees this giant ruby being held by a big old gold gorilla statue, and he is just entranced. Yep. He's like, I'm gonna go touch it. Yep. So he does that. The carpet sees that he is doing this, but a little bit too late, tries to grab onto him. Can't stop him. Nope. Just as Aladdin reaches the lamp, so Abu reaches the ruby. Yes. Whoops. Turns around, tries to yell at him, Abu, no! Yep. Too late. He touches it. The cave is mad about it. Yeah, it starts turning to lava. Infidels! It yells. Mm. You have touched the forbidden treasure. Now you will never again see the light of day! Yes, but now the magic carpet is like, alright, you guys, let's go for a ride. Yeah. And flies them out of danger. Yep. This part very much feels like a video game with like the camera angles and stuff and like dodging all of the lava. Yeah. This also, I didn't, I meant to say earlier, but watching it on Disney Plus, it's very much the remastered version because there's a lot of CGI that definitely was not there in 1992. Mm-hmm. And this part, especially. Yeah. With all the falling rocks and lava and yeah. everything. But they managed to get all the way to the mouth of the cave. Uh huh. A rock takes out the carpet, but yeah. flings Aladdin up onto the steps that are still left. Yes. Right beneath the old man. Aladdin's like, help me out of here. And he's like, give me the lamp. He says, take my hand. He says, yeah. first, give me the lamp. So yep. Aladdin's like, all right, fine. He reaches down into his pocket, hands it up to the old man. Mm-hmm. Who sticks the lamp in his dog pocket. Uh-huh. And then sees Abu trying to help Aladdin out of the cave using the cane. Right. But he kicks it out of his hands. Yeah. What are you doing? Aladdin goes tumbling down. Jafar says, I'm giving you your reward. Your eternal reward. And pulls out this big old crooked dagger and goes to stab him. Mm. But then Abu scampers up his body and bites him on the arm. How very fair of him. Ah! Aladdin goes falling back down into the cave. Jafar grabs Abu and just chucks him into the cave. Yeah. And then that's it. They get swallowed up. Yep. Aladdin tumbles. Yeah. Breaks all of his bones on the way down. Yeah, it's a bummer. Because he hits the wall a lot. Oh, so many times. But actually, the carpet manages to get free of the rock that it's held under and catches them both. Yep. And they're fine, but they are trapped. Yeah. Tiger 
face collapses back into a dune. Mm-hmm. That's it. Tiger's like, I'm going back to bed. Forever. Because yeah. that was the diamond in the rough and he fucked up. So you can't trust anybody these days. Nope. Going back to sleep. Jafar is stoked. Yeah. At last, he says, it's mine. It's all mine. It's a- oh. No. No. Where is it? Reaches into his pocket. It's gone. It's not there anymore. His one pocket. Oh. Empty. Yep. He also, yeah, he just rips his beard off and suddenly his face is like back to normal. I know. Because this man's face was like shaped different. Yes. Not as long and skinny. I just assumed he was using some kind of magic. Yeah. But him ripping the beard off implies he was just wearing a costume. Which is like, what? Teeth go back to normal. Yeah, his head shape is different. I don't get it. I don't either. Sus. Sus. So then we head back to the palace where Jasmine is very sad. She's sitting on her very expensive sofa surrounded by golden knickknacks and she is distraught. Yeah. And her dad's like, uh, what's up? She says, Jafar has done something terrible. And the Sultan's like, tell me everything. So she does. And then we're back in the cave. Yep. Aladdin wakes up. Yep. And he's like, oh, great. We are trapped. What the fuck? Yep. And he says, well, he's long gone. Whoever. That lamp, I guess. Whoever that guy was. But Abu says, bow, 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 bow. Yep. He makes a sly little face and pulls the lamp out of his dog pocket. Yep. Aladdin's like, you fuzzy little thief <laughs> but now they have the lamp and he's like i mean I don't, all that trouble for this i mean it looks so beat up and old yeah. and and he's like tarnished oh, there's some letters on here maybe i can read it so he goes to like clean it off by rubbing it uh-huh which wakes up poof the genie the genie oh he's here Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck yes and he immediately goes into a stand-up routine. Yeah. <laughs> he is just bouncing from one reference to n- the next, changing right. appearance, yeah. making jokes. Yeah. And Aladdin is just like, I must have hit my head a lot harder than I thought. Yep. I just love how, like, and we will talk about it, and we have talked about it, but I'm going to say it again. Genie was written for Robin Williams. Yes. And it just fits him so perfectly. Yes. Because he's just going so fast. Yes. And I wanted to write it all down. Yeah. But there's so much. There's so much. I mean, you can't even, you just have to watch it. Because even like our, you know, impersonation would just, it oh, falls yeah. flat. Absolutely. I do like that he recognizes the rug. Yeah. So they're like, have hung out before. Yeah. He's like, yo, rug band, give me some tessel. <laughs> they like high five a little bit, do a little handshake. But the, yeah, it's very cute. Yeah. But Genie of the Lamp, which I think is his full name. Yes. <laughs> explains that Aladdin is now his master and he has three wishes. Yeah. And Aladdin says, now I know I'm dreaming. Uh-huh. But the genie's like, okay, all right, you know what? I'm going to explain a little further. In song! Yeah! So we hear it. You ain't never had a friend like me. There are a lot of references and words in this song. Oh, yeah. That I'm like, no child is going to get this. No. I don't get a lot of them. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of French phrases in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. And I I wonder if they even actually wrote lyrics for this song. Yeah. Or if they just let him go off. Because it's know. so chaotic. It is. It's pretty rhymey. It is. So I'm assuming that he had help. Yeah. But he, I, I could definitely see, you know, it's possible that Robin Williams had a hand in writing this. Yeah. Um, but even watching it with subtitles, trying to follow along, yeah, was almost impossible. Yeah, it's impressive. There's a lot going on. 
But he sings the song, You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me, mm-hmm. which is a great song. Yep. And then it, <laughs> it's a lot of like showmanship and big things. And then when it's over, he just like comes back down to the ground and has a little neon sign. Yeah. Says, Applause. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, All right, so what are you wishing for? Yeah. Aladdin and Abu kind of like give each other a look. Mm-hmm. Like, we're getting out of here? Yes. Does that, does that, does he explain the provisos first? Uh, yes. Aladdin says, I can wish for anything. Yeah. And then that's when the genie gives the breakdown of things you're not allowed to wish for. Yes. Yeah. Says, one, you can't kill anybody. Right. Two, you can't make anybody fall in love with anybody else. Right. Three, I can't bring people back from the dead. (laughs) It's not a pretty picture. I don't like doing it. (laughs) Yes, but other than that, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But Aladdin, so Aladdin and Abu kind of share this sly little look. Mm-hmm. Aladdin, or Abu looks at him and is like, Meh? points mm-hmm. to the ceiling. Yeah. So Aladdin, very cleverly, I love this, because he thinks very quickly on his feet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, limitations? So, you, I mean, you're telling me all-powerful? You're not that all-powerful if you've got limitations on your wishes. I bet you couldn't even get us out of this cave. Uh-huh. Whatever. You know what? I'm going to find my own way out. Yeah, I guess we'll Thanks have to do it Thanks for coming out. See you later. Uh-huh. Which makes the genie very angry. He yes. gets very big and very loud. He says, excuse me? Are you talking to me? Did you rub my lamp? Did you wake me up? Did you bring me here? And all of a sudden you're walking out on me? I don't think so. You're getting your wishes, pal, so sit down! It's <laughs> like, And then they Goodbye. they get on the magic carpet and he does the, like, he turns into a little stewardess. Yeah. He's like, eggs. please, please keep all hands, arms, and tails inside the... <laughs> carpet Inside for the duration the of the ride the exits are here, 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 here anywhere yeah. yeah and they fly out yeah the cave we're out of here up up and out yes we'll be cut to ribbons oh no <laughs> and now we're back at the palace yes to the throne room yes to be exact in this giant ass place it's it's too big it's so big like an echoey and marble why so the sultan uh-huh does he have a name no it's just the sultan? Yeah. Okay. He's telling Jafar that he was wrong to kill Aladdin. Jafar yeah. says, my eternal be. <laughs> Sultan's like, listen, from now on, any executions of prisoners, I'm, you're going to have to go through me. Right. Jafar's like, heard, dude. So sorry. Jasmine says, well, when I'm queen, I'm getting rid of you. Yep. That's the one good thing to come out of this arranged marriage bullshit is that I will be queen and I will have the power to get rid of you. Yes. It's just like, <laughs> sorry to you also, princess. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Right. I was just trying to do my job. So they walk Ugh. away and Iago is pissed. Yeah. Does not want to keep sucking up to the sultan and the princess forever. Nope. But Jafar says she'll probably have us banished or beheaded first. Yeah. They both go, ugh. Yeah, they like grab onto their necks. Yeah. Because Iago's like, she's going to marry. We have to listen to the chump sultan and his chump daughter. And then she's going to get a chump husband. And yeah. we're going to have to listen to him. But then Iago says, wait, hang on, hang on. I got a proposition. I got yes. an idea. Yeah. What if you were the chump husband? Excuse me? Jafar's like, and he's like, no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hang on. What if you married this princess, and then you would be in charge, and then she can't get rid of us, and then we could just throw the two of them off a cliff? Jafar says, I can't do that. I'm queer-coded, so kids will think gay men are evil. (laughs) Yeah. No, JK. He says, this idea has merit. 
uh-huh. as he sits down on the throne. Uh-huh. And he says to Iago, I love the way your foul little mind works. <laughs> <laughs> the captions say, both laugh sinisterly. <laughs> well, I, that, that they do. So now we're in a beautiful oasis. Yes, they're out of the cave and stewardess Jeannie has landed the carpet in a beautiful oasis. Uh-huh. Aladdin says, tight. All right, now, about my three wishes. Jeannie says, ah, doth mine ears deceive me? You are down by one. He's like, I, you wish to get out of that cave? I got you out of there. And Aladdin says, I never wished to get out of the cave. You did that. That was you, buddy. So then the genie turns into a sheep. Yeah. He says, all right, you bad boy. Yes. No more freebies. Yeah. He says, that was very clever. You know, I can't, he, he can't argue with it. Yep. He did not actually say, I wish for you to get out of this cave. So Aladdin's like, okay, n- honestly, though, on to my wishes. What should I wish for? Man, it's got to be something good. It's got to be worth it. Right. Genie, what would you wish for? And the genie, he like sits down and he's like, damn, nobody's ever asked me that before. Yeah. Um. Well, I would wish for my freedom. Yeah. Yeah. He like looks at the shackles on his wrists and at the lamp and Aladdin didn't realize before that that he was actually a prisoner of the lamp and right. he didn't have free will. Yep. Genie says, that's the trade-off. Phenomenal cosmic power. space. <laughs> He's like, man, yeah, if I could be my own master and nobody's telling me what to do, you know, I don't have to go, poof, what do you want? Poof, what do you want? Poof. Yeah, that would be better than all the magic and all the treasures in the world. Yep. But wake up and smell the hummus, he says. Yeah. Who, nobody's ever going to do that. You know, you only get three wishes. Nobody's ever going to wish for me to be free. So yeah. I need to stop dreaming about it. It's fine. But Aladdin says, I'll do it. I'll yeah, use. I'll set you free. I'll use my two wishes for me and I'll use my third wish to set you free. Yep. And Jeannie, like, yeah, okay. Jeannie's head turns into Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> Boop! Yeah. Like a long nose. But Aladdin's like, no, for real. Seriously. Yeah, they shake, shake on it. it. And Jeannie says, here's hoping. Yep. Anyway, okay, cool. We got that out of the way. Wishes, what you want? And Aladdin says, well, there's this girl. Eh. Wrong. Can't oh. make anyone fall in love, remember? But, 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 but Jeannie, she's so... I mean, gosh, she's got these eyes and her hair. And I mean, her smile. We hung out once for a few hours. She's got two eyes, long hair, and teeth. That's all the things that he loves in a woman. <laughs> yes. It's like that episode of Bob's Burgers where she goes, he checks a lot of my boxes. He's a man. He has a face. He can go outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the but, standards are low. Yes. Aladdin realizes if he's a prince, then he will actually have a chance with Jasmine. Yeah. So he wishes for Genie to make him a prince. Yeah. Genie's stoked about this. He's like, I could do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that sounds fun. He goes through his royal recipe book. Mm-hmm. Chicken a la king. No. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, Alaskan king crab. Here comes Sebastian. I know. He's like, oh, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> Caesar salad. Giant arm with a knife comes popping out. He's like, whoa, nope. Ah, here it is. Yep. A prince. So... He transforms himself into a tailor, mm-hmm. takes Aladdin's measurements real quick, wraps the measuring tape around him in a big bow, and then just yanks on it. Poof! He's wearing a princely outfit it's... that looks suspiciously familiar. Yeah, it's the same outfit that Jasmine's dad is wearing. I mean, to be fair, she knows, like, three dudes. Yeah. One of them sucks a whole lot. True. One of them doesn't have any money. Yeah. The third one is her dad. <laughs> right. So... so we might as well dress like the one she likes. Yeah, makes sense. But now he needs a mode of transportation, because princes surely have a way to get around. Yeah, they can't walk. No. 
So he puts Abu through many animal transformations, including a car. Yes. It's a transportation transformation. Oh, my God. But he settles on an <laughs> elephant. Yeah. Yeah, because at first he's like a camel. Watch out, they spit. But he's like, no, 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 that's not big enough. That's not cool enough. We need something huge. Yeah. Ah, an elephant. Yep. Talk Abu's about your trunk space. Yes. <laughs> this bad boy can fit so much spaghetti. <laughs> Abu's not stoked about it. No. He's mad. He tries to run up a tree, but then like, woo, the tree yeah. comes bending down because he's a whole ass elephant. Genie says, all right, now we need even more. Yep. And the camera zooms out from the oasis and we see a bunch of fireworks. Yeah. And... He's doing a bunch of genie things. We've got to make this man yes. into a prince. We're going to make you a star. And so we're back at the palace. Yes. Where the sultan is playing animal Jenga. I know. His life is so, I don't even know. Like, this would be fun for a minute. But it's so boring. Like, it, we never see him doing anything sultany. I know. And is this what Jafar wants? Right? <laughs> He's like, just sitting in this giant room that you could fit, like, an entire swimming pool in. Yes. An Olympic-sized swimming pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. just, like, a backyard. Like, I mean, yeah, huge. Sitting in this throne, there's no one else in the room, like, entertaining him or even, like, reading him doctrines or shit. Like, no. he is just sitting there playing Animal Jenga that's it the third century version of animal crossing (laughs) so yeah he's sitting there uh jafar comes barging in yeah so hard that all of the animals fall down yeah um but he says he's found a solution to the problem with jasmine yes iago is with him lands right next to the sultan yeah and is trying desperately to not have to eat the cracker he's being offered but i'm just like quit drawing attention to yourself yeah, he flies over to the sultan, lands right next to him, and yells at him. Yeah. The problem with your daughter! It's like, holy shit, man. Why yeah. you just shut the fuck up? And you won't have this issue. Anyway. Yeah. Jafar pulls out this giant scroll mm-hmm. and tells the sultan, if Jasmine doesn't, the law says, if Jasmine doesn't pick a suitor by her birthday, mm-hmm. then the sultan can pick for her. Yeah, and the sultan's like, I mean, I don't think that's true. And also, she hasn't liked anybody that I've, that she's been introduced to anyway. Yeah, how can I pick one of these men for her? She doesn't like any of them. Yeah. She would be miserable. And Jafar says, look at my snake! Yeah. He points his little snake cane at his eyes and hypnotizes him. Right. But he says, look, it, if you don't pick one of those princes, he's like, it says here on the scroll that I'm reading that if it's not somebody that you pick, then she has to marry the... Oh, why, it's the Grand Vizier. That, that's me. Oh. And it's just so fucking transparent. Yeah. It's like, are you, do you, do you want me to actually believe that you found this scroll with the law on it, read it like a third of the way through, and just got to the point where it's like, the Sultan can appoint, whatever, that's enough, that's all I need to know, I yeah. have to go tell him right now in this moment, yeah. and just now you're reading it, and you find out, oh, wh- why, that's me. Fuck off, dude. So transparent. It's very transparent, but the Sultan is a little dim. And it's true. the hypnosis is working. Yeah. Until he says, the Grand Vizier, why that's me. <laughs> and the Sultan like is a hundred percent in and then just stops and looks at him and says, But you're so old. <laughs> I love that line and it's i think about it a lot yeah like when i think about things being old uh-huh. i will oftentimes say out loud but you're so old <laughs> this is just so good like that's his problem with it but, but jafar's Jim- like well desperate times yeah which again 
why are the times so desperate? What is it that makes the times desperate? She's why do expire. we have to get her married off so quickly? She's not a jug of milk. Okay. She's a fresh fish. She, <laughs> she is quite fresh. But Jafar's like, it's fu- it's undeterred. He's like, no, doesn't matter. It should be me. The princess will marry me. And the sultan's like, the princess will marry. But then again, he gets shaken out of it. Yeah. Shook out of it. Taken out of it. I don't know what the word there is. Because he hears the distant jubilee. Yes. And that was here- my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend, distant jubilee. <laughs> no, it's, that's her way down there. <laughs> that's kind of cute. So, but he's distracted because here comes a whole ass parade. Yeah. Led by the white genie. Yeah. Which is just weird. Uncomfy. Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, he can't be blue. I know, but he's so white. Yeah. He could be a little browner. Seems strange. But I guess this was the one line where they were like, well, he's voiced by a white guy. We can't make it. Everyone in this movie is white. Prince so Ali, <laughs> fabulous he, Ali strength of ten regular men, fabulous he. Yeah. That, I mean, that alone is just like, he lifted up like seven dudes. He did. That's amazing. Yeah. That's impressive. I'm impressed. He doesn't even look that buff. No. But the song is great. Super yeah. fun. Just telling about all the wonderful things that he has. He's got all these golden camels. He's got these peacocks. He has the, he's got 95 white Persian monkeys. He's got the monkeys. Look at the monkeys. (laughs) So many things. Yeah. And not only is he leading the parade and singing a song, he's also turning himself into relatable members of the crowd and bragging about how cool and powerful Ali is. Yeah. Who fought the galloping hordes? A hundred bad guys with swords. (laughs) Who sent those goons to their lords as Prince Ali. It's so good. He's he appeals to the kids because he's like, uh-huh. oh, he's got all the exotic mammals. Yep. Um, and he turns into like a tiger or like a cheetah and a goat, and they're uh-huh. like, oh, that's it, you know, yeah. just for the kids, which is really cute. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. All of these people are fake. Yes. Right. Yep. Made by magic. Mm-hmm. That's what he was doing in the oasis with the fireworks. Yes. What happens to them when they get to the palace? Poof. Is anybody looking? Like, does he wait till the crowd disperses? Well, I mean, I think they go through the gates, right? Yeah. And in the castle are only Jasmine, the Sultan, and Jafar. Nobody else lives there. Right. So the Sultan, I mean, he's dumb. We know that. Yeah. But nobody questions what happens to, are they like, Prince Ali, while you are staying here, we're going to have to house your fucking 95 white Persian monkeys. They're going to have to go somewhere. No. Do they just disappear? Mm-hmm. And Do they, they leave all of their poop behind. <laughs> There's like human beings that he has conjured yeah. for this parade. Where do they go? Nobody know, questions it. I bet they leave all their poop behind too. <laughs> the monkeys are fake, but the poop is real. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is real. <laughs> anyway, Jasmine sees all of this from her balcony and is unimpressed. Yeah, she's like kind of amused, but she's just like, ugh, some other fucking Again. big name, you know, whatever, flashy dude, don't care. Mm-hmm. I've already met the man of my dreams. Yep, so the sultan goes to open the massive door. Uh-huh. But Jafar stops him. Yep. And then is immediately smashed Yeah. by Elephabu. <laughs> <laughs> the song Hell ends. yeah. Uh-huh. Applause. Yep. One applause. It's just the Sultan clapping. Yeah, those teeny tiny little hands. Well, there's no one else to applause. Jafar it's, is dead now. It's true, yeah. 
He says, hi, I'm the sultan, and here's my grand vizier. He's psyched to see you, can't you tell? Yeah, look at his face. But the sultan, all he cares about, he's like, oh shit, a magic carpet. I've always wanted one of these. Uh-huh. Do you and... suppose maybe I could... Yep, and he hops on and goes where I spin. Yeah, it looks fun. Jafar is trying to interrogate Aladdin. Yeah, where did you say you came from? Uh, a pla- uh, Very far, you've never been there. Try me. But the sultan is just going ham on this carpet. <laughs> yeah. And then he lands... And he calls Aladdin a very impressive youth. Uh-huh. And then he whispers to Jafar, If we're lucky, you won't have to marry Jasmine at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and all is such a strange choice of words. I didn't think about that, but yeah, it's like, you won't even have to get kind of married to her. <laughs> Jafar says he doesn't trust him, but the Sultan claims to be an excellent judge of character. <sighs> I want to believe him, because he seems so nice, but... I think he's a little too trusting. I think so. Maybe. And Aladdin's like, just let her meet me. And as they're all arguing- I'll win your princess. Yeah. Ugh. Jasmine walks in and says, how dare you, all of you standing around deciding my future. I am not a prize to be won. Which, uh, I don't know if you remember. I certainly do. Mm Hmm? I wrote a song with this exact line, and I don't think I realized that I probably first heard it. In Aladdin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I did not remember. I had forgotten. Yeah. That was very funny. Because I heard that and I was like, oh, shit. Oops. I mean, I hadn't seen this movie in no. so long. It's just funny because it's, it's probably in just in there. Yeah. Forever. It's a, We talked about this before where you're like, what if I accidentally write a song that already exists and I don't know it yeah. because I just forgot. That's what happened. I am I not a prize to be one. Quoting Jasmine and give it a rest a song by non-compliant which yeah. is available on spotify don't listen to it it's great <laughs> you know what we can so we'll put it in the notes that's true we have the rights to that i do have the rights to my own music thank you very much so now we're outside of the palace yes aladdin is trying to figure out what his next move is it's mm-hmm. nighttime yeah he's like kind of stalking around yeah p- pacing around they're like kind of below the palace a little bit yeah he's like in the courtyard by the yeah. big ass fountain yeah aladdin is frustrated he doesn't know what to do Abu is also frustrated because he cannot figure out how to open bananas with his yellow feet. <laughs> Genie and the carpet are playing chess and uh-huh. Genie is losing. And he does a really good Rodney Dangerfield impression and says, I can't believe it. I'm losing to a rug. His <laughs> <laughs> eyes all buggy and he's wearing the tie all of a sudden that he like Yeah, can't loosens. stop adjusting. Yeah. I'm losing to a rug. <laughs> there you go. But Aladdin then is like, Genie, come on, I need your help. Yeah. But instead of Genie, here comes Jack Nicholson. Hey, Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be a straight shooter. He's got the sunglasses on. He's got yeah. his hair slicked back. Yeah, and his widow's peak. Yeah. Yeah. And then he pulls out a chalkboard. No. Huh? Tell he her, to her the truth. He gets so loud right there, which I'm like, this is the first that you've mentioned it. You maybe don't need to yell at him right, right off the bat. Yeah. You know? It's okay. Calm down. But yeah, he's like, I can't do that. She'll laugh at me. Yeah. She can't know that I'm just a peasant. Right. She can only be interested in prince people. Yeah, that <laughs> prince I was going to say princes, but it sounds like princess. Anyway. <laughs> can only be interested in royalty. Yeah. And Janie says, well, a woman appreciates a man that can make her laugh. Yeah. That's not what he means, Janie. No. But Aladdin psychs himself up. He's like, I'm going to go talk to her. I'm gonna go. Well, let's do it. <laughs> so he... Flies up to her balcony, mm-hmm. which immediately should be sus. How did he get up there? Mm-hmm. It's very tall. It, it It is, yeah. She's sulking around in her room. And Raja looks so sad. Yeah, Raja feels sad for her. But Aladdin's like, hey, princess, 
and is immediately accosted by Russia, which is dope. That's why you have giant tigers as handmaidens. Absolutely. Because it's badass. Yeah. But Aladdin is like on the balcony trying to shoo Raja away and Mm -hmm. takes off his hat. Yeah. And when Jasmine sees his whole face. Right. Along with his hair. She has this moment of being like, hang on. You look familiar. Yeah. Don't I know you? Didn't I just meet you yesterday? Yeah. He's like, nope. Nope. Mm -mm, No, definitely not me. The genie has turned into a bee. Yeah. And is trying to give Aladdin advice in his ear. Mm-hmm. And he's in his like, little bee voice. Yeah. He's like, all right, Casanova, enough yeah. about you. Talk about the lady. Yeah. Give her a compliment. And he gives a lot of suggestions. Yeah. That none of them are appearance based, which I do appreciate. He does say, you know, talk about what you told me. Talk about her eyes and her hair. Yeah. But then. Pick a feature. Pick a feature. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then Aladdin's like, you're so, and he's like, you know, wonderful, mystical. Something else. Punctual. punctual. <laughs> He's like, oh. Aladdin says, punctual. <laughs> Jasmine's like, what? Yeah, and then and then Aladdin says, I mean, beautiful. You're beautiful. Yes. And Jasmine's like, oh, yes, I'm beautiful. I'm also very rich and blah, blah, blah. Right. It's oh, all heading south now. Wonderful princess like me. And he's just like, yep, uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, mayday, mayday. <laughs> yeah, the genie is mimicking a plane going down now jasmine is bored of every stuffed shirt swaggering peacock man she's met yep she tells him to jump off the balcony yep and aladdin says you know what you're right you should be free to make your own choices Mm -hmm. and i should go i will jump off the balcony yep and then he does and jasmine's like oh shit no i didn't mean it yeah but then he pops back up he's like what and she's like oh what how are you how are you doing that? Mm-hmm. How, are you, how are you doing that? And she sees the magic carpet. Yeah. She's impressed by the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I always get them. <laughs> check out oh, this carpet. Check it out. Wow. <laughs> You're impressive. Thanks. I grew it myself. <laughs> so, sorry. I'm just imagining. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just imagining with the same color pattern as the <laughs> flying carpet. <laughs> just like all the blues and yeah. reds and golds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Intricate. Beautiful. <laughs> is what they say about me. <laughs> so <laughs> Intricate. <laughs> they Any- have an intricate carpet. I will say that. <laughs> I gotta say. I cannot lie about that. <laughs> anyway. So Aladdin's like, do you want to go for a ride? Yes. And Jasmine says, is it safe? Yeah. And Aladdin, because, I mean, the genie told him to be himself. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that. He jumped yeah. off the balcony and now he's leaning down to her with his hand outstretched and says, do you trust me? Yep. And, and she's she like, what? Is like, I fucking know this guy. Yeah. He says, you know, do you trust me? And she goes, yeah. Yep. Climbs up yep. onto the carpet and they go for a ride. I can show you the world. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? Boop, boop, boop. I really like that they rhyme splendid and wended. I don't know why, oh, yeah. but it's really good songwriting. Yeah, very clever. I can open your eyes. It's a great song. It is good. I like it a lot. I've only ever sang two songs at karaoke, and that is one of them. It's hard to sing. It is. But it's fun. It's fun, and that's the point of karaoke. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to impress anyone. (laughs) Take you wonder by wonder, over sideways and under. 
On a magic carpet ride, oh. a whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. Yes. It's fun. It is fun. They go very far. Yeah, there's a key change. <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers want a key change? He grabs an apple. He yeah. does a little trick with his arm that he did before. Yes. They fly all the way to China. All the way to China. They do some cute little foreshadowing where they're like, fly through the set of Hercules. Fly mm-hmm. through the set of Mulan. Yep. Like, it's just like little like, hey. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, and then they're sitting there watching fireworks in China. Uh-huh. And Jasmine says, too bad Abu had to miss this. Yep. And Aladdin's like, nah, he hates fireworks. Yeah. You see the carpet like, shut the fuck yeah. up, man! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he can't talk, so he says, also, he hates flying. Also, son of a bitch. He's <laughs> been trapped. Yep. He says, I'm, I mean, well, what I... Th- no, Jasmine's like, I fucking knew it! Yep. It is you. You are the boy from the marketplace. Yep. Tell me the truth. And Aladdin says, okay, you want the truth? I'll tell you the truth. And then he proceeds to not tell her the truth. Nope. Which is such a bummer, because she would have been so stoked to hear it in this moment. Yeah, she would have been absolute like, Jasmine would have been like, yes, let's trick my father into thinking you're a prince so that we can get married. Who gives a shit? Yes. Yeah. But tell me. The love of your life. Right. Supposedly. The truth. Yes. But he says, the truth is, sometimes I go to the marketplace dressed as a commoner just to get away, you know? To escape palace life. escape the palace. He's like... (laughs) You know, royalty sneaking out among the commoners sounds a little crazy, doesn't it? And she's mm-hmm. like, well, <laughs> not that crazy. Right. Because she did it. Yes. But she says, why didn't you just tell me? Yeah. You know, and that's when he's like, well, it sounds like a crazy plan. And she's like, okay. So she thinks that she knows, you know, all right. Okay. Makes sense. Cool. I can I can relate. Does it make sense, she though? did the same thing. Does it make sense? No. What palace did he come from? Why is he in Agrabah? Very far away. Well, just to dress as a commoner? Yeah. You know. Go to your own city. He did. Used to do that. But uh, they started to recognize him. Yeah. He's wanted for many crimes. He has a whole house. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it has like his name on the door. No. Or like pictures of him and his family in it. So, I mean, I guess it could have been anywhere that he was squatting. But he's like, this is where Abu and I live. And he like is known by the guard. You know, they're like trying to chase him down. Yeah. His whole story just, it's just bullshit. And he should have just told her the truth in that moment because she, truly she would have, it would have been so refreshing for her to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. One, to know that she was right about that guy that she liked. Yes. And yeah, he's like, I'm only doing this because I love you and because this is the only way yeah. to get to marry and you. nobody likes being tricked into falling in love. No. That sucks. And yeah, so for her to be like, that guy that I met was the real you and I loved that person. Right. And he's like, eh, it's just a costume that I put on. Yeah. I'm really rich like you. But it works. It does work. She leans her head on his shoulder. Yeah. Carpet is very disappointed. Yeah. But they sit there, they watch the fireworks, and then they head back to her place. He drops her off at the palace where they kiss. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks to the carpet. Yeah, the carpet, like, the carpet says, now kiss. Pushes him up a bit so that their mouths connect. Yeah. And he floats down on the carpet while saying, things are starting to go right. Yeah. Just as he gets nabbed by the palace guards. Yep. And then Jafar shows up. Yeah. And says, his time has run out and he'll never be found. Yep. Toss him in the drink. Yep. He says, (laughs) this is the second time that he's done it. Yeah. Oh, I just realized they throw him over a cliff into some water. So I guess they are near the coast. 
Yeah, that's true. That's where the fish come from. Yeah. Why is it so deserty? Is this know. how the world works? I don't think so. Disney. Disney. But this is the second time that he's done it in the movie, and I don't remember the exact line, but Jafar says something like, it's time to say goodbye to Prince Abubu. That's and he just says it exactly what he says so seriously yeah i'm like how do you say a boo boo and not fucking lose it prince a boo boo <laughs> his eyes get really big so funny so anyway let's go for a swim okay the guards drop out off a cliff with a ball and chain tied to his feet uh yeah where do they keep those and why where i don't know but they just keep them for pesky prince drowning right that's well, you know that's how you get rid of people he had the lamp thankfully in his dog pocket <laughs> but it floats down just out of reach. Yeah. And he he's like stretching. Yep. Trying to reach it so that he can get Genie to save him. Yep. But he passes out, but the lamp slides down and touches his hand. So Genie, you know, comes out. Yeah. And he says, just as soon as you get in the bath, there's always a rub at the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good phrasing of that. As though it were a knock at the door. Yeah, so rub at the lamp. But then Genie turns around and he's like, oh shit. Yeah. He's drowning. Yeah. But I can't save you. He's like, I can't I can't save you unless you make a wish. I, my hands are tied here. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. He says, Genie, you have to say, you know, I need your help. I wish. He's like shaking him on the shoulders. Yeah. And then Aladdin, who's already passed out, like his head like slumps down. And mm-hmm. so Genie's like, I'm taking that as a yes. We're getting out of here. Yep. And he saves him. Yeah. He he turns into a submarine and yeah. flies him out of there. He's speaking German the whole way up. Uh-huh. I do feel like he just kind of does things. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, who writes the genie laws either? Yeah. Also, you can't just pick him up and fly him out of there? Anyway, Aladdin wakes up. He's alive. Thank God. He tries to thank the genie, but he can't quite get it out. Yeah, he does say thanks. It takes him a while, though. I don't know. This is another part where I'm like, man, just use your words. Yeah. Well, you know, to be fair, the only person that he really talks to is a monkey. He doesn't have a lot of... That's true. Social interaction. Yeah. You know, he talks to people, but he's mostly trying to steal things from them or con things out of them or get away from them trying to murder him. So. True. He doesn't have a lot of friends or heartfelt emotions. Yeah. So I I get that it's hard for him. Yeah. Man, their Jasmine and Aladdin's relationship is going to be fun. Uh, Yeah. Because he doesn't have a lot of practice talking to human beings in an honest way. Speaking of, here we are back at the palace. Jasmine is humming and brushing her hair like all hot girls do. Yeah. Like Evie Carnahan in that one scene. Thinking mm-hmm. about the kith. Yes. And her dad comes in. Mm-hmm. His voice is very monotone and his eyes are red. Weird. This is sus. He, he high as fuck. tells her he has chosen a husband for her. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's Jafar. What? Yep, he comes in. Jasmine Why? gasps. <gasps> and Jafar says, you're speechless, I see. A fine quality in a wife. Ew. But you're so old. Ugh. The old is not the problem. No, I know. It's the everything else. It's all of it. But she says, I will never marry you. Mm-hmm. Father, I have chosen Ali. That was fast. Well, you know, she does, she's running out of time. It's true. But Jafar is like, oh, didn't you hear? Ali has left. He packed up all his shit, his peacocks and his monkeys, and he's gone. Yep. Except, no, he ain't. No, he's Aladdin. There he is. Did he say something? Better check your crystal ball again or something like that. Yeah. Stayed in there leaning like a cool guy against yeah, a wall. Doing the cool guy lane, and he says, Tell them the truth, Jafar. You tried to have me killed. Uh-oh. And Jafar tries to hypnotize the sultan with his snake staff, and he's like, No, he's lying. 
but Aladdin sees what's happening. I don't know how Jasmine has missed it this whole time. I know, because she's like grabbing her dad by the shoulders and she's like, Father, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And I'm like, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, he's not being sneaky. And Aladdin realizes it, so he breaks the staff. Yeah. And when the Sultan comes out of it, he orders Jafar to be arrested. He's mm-hmm. like, how could you? I trusted you. Mm-hmm. But as he's being dragged off by the guards, yeah. Jafar sees that Aladdin has the lamp. Yep. In his hat. Yep. Sorry, dog pocket. And he's like, you've not seen the last of Jafar. And he throws down this vial and poof, big red cloud. He gets away. The guards are left just like hugging each other. Yeah. The Sultan is so upset. So upset. He's just running around. He's like, oh my God, my most trusted advisor. How could I have been so blind? How could I... But then he turns and he sees that Jasmine and Aladdin are just like so in love and they're holding each other yeah. and gazing into each other's eyes. And he gets so excited. Yeah. And he's just like, oh my God, could, can it be? Jasmine, my daughter has finally chosen a suitor. Mm-hmm. He's just like so stoked. He runs over to them. He goes, I could kiss you, but I, I, I'll leave that to my daughter. Yes. So very cute. And he's and like, yeah, yeah, they're going to get married right away. Yeah, they're going to immediately. You'll be wed right away and you'll be happy and prosperous. And one day Aladdin will be the sultan yeah and then aladdin gets this look on his face like hang on i was just here for the titties i ain't trying to run a kingdom Uh, i didn't want like a job yeah i've been pretty jobless up until this point yeah trying to end that streak don't look at my linkedin (laughs) it's not great (laughs) so there jafar is yeah he has escaped but not he didn't go too far no he didn't go jafar (laughs) he is in his dungeon slash office. Iago would like to start packing right away so they can leave ASAP. Yep. But Jafar is laughing hysterically. Yeah. And Iago, Iago like flies over. He's like, oh god, he's lost it. Jafar, get a grip! Yeah. Jafar grabs him by the neck and he goes, good grip! <laughs> and then Jafar explains, I saw the lamp. Ali is actually the Aladdin street rat. Yeah. So we have to go get it. Yeah. Yeah. Jafar's like, Iago, you have to go get it. Right. Makes sense. Jafar has to be in hiding. Yes. Also, there's a line in this moment where Iago is packing stuff up, mm-hmm. and he says, what do you think about this picture of me? I don't know. I think I'm making a funny face. And that line was ad-libbed by Gilbert Gottfried, and apparently when Robin Williams heard it, he just could not stop laughing. He thought it was the funniest <laughs> shit that he'd ever heard. It is really funny, because he's he's throwing a bunch of stuff in a suitcase, Yeah. and he stops, and he's holding the framed photo... <laughs> Of he and Jafar, and he's like, it's just them in front of the palace, and he's on Jafar's shoulder. Yeah. And he, like, looks at it really closely. He's like, I think I'm making a funny face. He's like, well, I don't know about this one, you know? (laughs) It's really good. So, then we see Aladdin. He's, like, pacing around in this very pink room. Yes. With giant pink pillows in it. I'm trying to think of how many rooms there are that we see. There's so many. In this. But, I mean, how many do we see? Oh. Uh, The throne room. Uh Jafar's office jasmine's room this room uh-huh. i think that's it that's about it yeah where what is happening in the other ones i don't know there's just like a one chair in each one anyway. I know. Yeah. there's just furniture he's pacing around genie says you've just won the heart of the princess what are you gonna do next he checks the script for aladdin yes like he pulls out the script to the movie he puts on glasses yes he looks at aladdin and he says your line is i'm going to free the genie anytime but aladdin says i can't i can't do it they want me to be sultan yeah and i'm nobody without you right i'm just aladdin but when i have you i can be prince ali right and aladdin wouldn't be caught dead in this hot pink room no also he only has one wish left i know i don't know what so like what he's gonna keep the genie around for forever 
in case he needs a favor. Yeah, what's the what's the thing here? Unless he's like, because he's he's still a prince. Yeah. So he's got, he's got everything he needs. Unless if he frees the genie, all of that stuff will disappear. Oh. If that's what he might think happens. Maybe. I don't know. But the genie is very distraught by this. And he says, you know, you've lied to everybody else. I was beginning to feel left out. Yeah. Hurts my feelings. I know. He sulks off to his lamp. Mm-hmm. And Abu and the carpet are both looking in through the window, and they look super disappointed, too. I know. Aladdin yells at them, what are you looking at? Yeah. And so then they're like, all right, fuck you, buddy. And they slink off. And he's like, no, I didn't mean it. Come back. I'm so sorry. Blah. Yeah. But you know, he's like, you know what? Genie's right. I can't. I cannot live this lie. I have yep. to go. I'm going to get found out eventually. I need to tell Jasmine the truth. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll yep. go. I'll go. And I'll go. Just at that moment, he hears Jasmine call for him. Yeah. Ali! Come out into the courtyard and see me. And he's just like, oh, okay. So he runs out there. But it's not Jasmine. No, it was Iago. Dressed like a penguin. Nope, a flamingo. Not really. No. He's on stilts and he has on a fake beak, but he has stilts on and a fake beak. Like, that's it. It's a, yeah. It's enough to fool the other flamingo. Yeah, who immediately has a crush on him. Do think he hot. Because of his lady voice. Yep. I'm out in the menagerie. Come find me. Iago is so good at impressions. He is, yeah. It's impressive. It is. It's almost like I bet the other voice actors did those parts. No, it's definitely Gilbert Gottfried pretending to be Linda, what's her name? Uh, Linda? Doesn't matter. Anyway, so Aladdin goes running off to the menagerie to find Jasmine. Mm -hmm. Iago's like, ha, that was so easy. Flies into the room, finds the lamp, does a Jafar impression. Oh, Iago, I'm so impressed with you. You did such a good job. Yes. And then takes the lamp, gets out of there. There's an announcement. Yes. Aladdin, somehow unfazed by the fact that Jasmine wasn't in the menagerie. I know. Cause especially because he sees her and she's like, where have you been? I've been looking for you. And it's just like, you just told me that you were in the menagerie. And the Sultan and Jasmine, somehow unbothered by the fact that they still haven't found Jafar. Literally not their job anymore. They told the guards to find him out of their hands. I would just be worried. I know. But they're all making an announcement to the kingdom about Jasmine and Prince Ali's betrothal. Yep. Aladdin tries to take this moment to tell Jasmine the truth. Yes. Poorly timed. Yes. But, but not his fault. No. It's all happening so fast. I know. I mean, he should have done it before. And then they, he could have just... I had never thought about this before, but he could have... When they were sitting there, and he had the opportunity to tell her the truth, when he should have. Yeah. They could have just been like, for the second wish, I wish that the law was different. Yeah. And that we could get married. Uh So they don't even have to trick her dad. They could just use their magic to change the law. Mm -hmm. Third wish, set the genie free. Problem solved. Whatever. They didn't do that. If they did that, there wouldn't be a fucking movie. So anyway. Anyway. The whole kingdom is cheering for Ali, which is like, why? Who gives a shit? They don't know this fucker. They do, actually. They know him better. (laughs) That's true. Than anyone inside the palace does. But they don't recognize him. They're just happy. Jasmine's chosen a suitor. Woo! They don't have to deal with other weird fancy men coming through the town anymore. I guess. While they're all cheering, Jafar has found the darkest tower to hang out in. Yeah. And he rubs the lamp to wake the genie. Mm-hmm. Who is very surprised to see Jafar. Yeah. You know, Al, I'm getting really tired of your- I don't think you're him. He checks the script again <laughs> and sees that tonight Aladdin will be played by a tall, dark, and sinister ugly man. Yes. Jafar says, I'm your master now. Steps on his face. Yeah. Says, I'm your master now. And Jeannie's like, oh, I was afraid of that. Yeah. And he says, my first wish, I wish to rule from on high. I want to be a sultan or mm. the sultan, I mm. guess. 
So the sky turns all purpley and there's like this big swirly cloud. Yeah. And all of the sultan's clothes, except for his boxers, thankfully, yeah. come flying off of him and reappear on Jafar. Who in shows his up. size. Yeah, obviously. In his size, shape, the correct measurements. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, they didn't have to do that, but... No, so, they, they could have just put sultan clothes on Jafar. It's about the humiliation. Yeah, I guess so. And Iago has the little sultan hat, which is great. It's so cute. Genie is huge. Yeah. Uh, picks up the entire palace and moves it to the top of a mountain. Yeah. Seems inconvenient. Truly. For, like, deliveries and Yeah, food stuff. coming yeah. in. But he wanted to rule from on high, so that's Those what he gets. will definitely not be fresh by the time they get up there. <laughs> no. But Jafar says, now you will bow to me! Yeah, Sultan's like, okay. Yeah, the Sultan starts to bow, but Jasmine says, uh, no. We will never bow to you. <laughs> Yeah, Jafar's like, I figured that that would be a problem. Okay, all right. If you won't bow to me, the sultan, then perhaps you will bow to a sorcerer. Genie, yes. for my second wish, I wish to be the most powerful sorcerer in all the world. Yep. And the genie's like, ugh. And Aladdin's like, don't do it. And he's like, sorry, Al, I gotta. Yeah. Points at him, zap. He goes right back to his other clothing. Right. I think it's so, like a little pointier. Maybe. But yeah, it's basically the same clothes. But now he's like super powerful yeah he's got a staff back yeah and even though his cha- his clothes change back the sultan is still naked yeah <laughs> naked. also the genie is so buff now yeah and like, his eyebrows are gone huge it's kind of creepy why did he get so big why is he so big he doesn't need to be that big well he got really big to move the palace i think yeah and then he just didn't get small just again stayed big i guess so uh so now that Jafar has all this power, he forces Jasmine and the Sultan to bow to him. Yeah. And Raja flies in and tries to, like, attack Jafar. Yeah. But he turns around and turns him into a little kitten. He's so small. Yeah. He's so sweet and cute. I love him. And then he says, Princess Jasmine, I'd like you to meet someone. Mm-hmm. And he starts singing the Prince Ali song. Yeah. Although but with... <clears throat> changes the words. Yeah. been like, I can't even remember any of the words. Uh, Prince Ali, something, something, but not as you know him. But yeah, yeah he's just revealing his whole thing. His the the jig is up. Yeah, but she knew that already, in in a way, like yeah. she knew because she's like Ali, what is happening? But like he had already he already her. said sometimes I dress as a commoner. Yes, that was me that you met in the marketplace. Yeah, I are, sometimes I dress as a commoner. So this is not shocking to her. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, but it is. Whatever. But then Jafar shoots him. And Abu into a tower. Yep. That he sends off to the Arctic. Yeah. Just into a bunch of snow. It's very cold. Yep. And here we are. Yeah. In the Arctic. Yeah. Shit is looking bleak. It truly is. Aladdin finds Abu's little hat, but he can't find Abu. And he's looking for them in the snow. But then he hears him, runs over, digs him out of the snow, is hugging him, tucks him into his vest. And it's just Abu's little face poking out. And his little teeth are chattering. And he's He's... like, are you okay? And he like tries to smile. Oh my God. It's so cute and sweet. I know. And he's like, this is all my fault. I got to get back. I got to make things right. None of this would have happened if I didn't lie. Yeah. So he starts walking off. I guess he's just going to walk home. (laughs) I don't know what other option he is. This is true. He steps on the carpet. Yes. Which, like, comes up out of the snow, but it's kind of frozen. Mm -hmm. And so they realize it's buried under the tower. So he's like, Abu, help me. They start digging. They're just, like, moving, you know, big clumps of snow out of the way. Yeah. Which is working, but then the tower starts rolling towards them. Yeah. So they, there is a window with no glass. Yes. They didn't, they hadn't invented glass yet, I don't guess. Nope. And they have to slide 
into the small hole as the tower rolls down the cliff so that they don't get smushed. Yes, it's very quick thinking yeah. on Aladdin's part. He does a great job, calculates it perfectly, mm-hmm. scares the shit out of Abu. Yeah, all of his hair is standing up. Yes. Aladdin's just like, all right, now we can go. And Abu's like, huh. Yeah, faints into his arms. But they make it. Yes. The carpet is free. They run. They jump on it. Back to Agrabah. We've got to set things right. Yes. And they take off. How many Gs do you think you can withstand on a magic carpet? I mean, make it back to Agrabah real fast. I know that someone has calculated it somewhere, and maybe I can find it and post it, how fast Aladdin and Jasmine had to be going to make oh, yeah. it from Agrabah to China in one night and then I mean, back. It kind of, I, I guess we don't know where Agrabah is. No, but Middle if you... East is close to China. I mean, not... But it's they like, also go to Greece. Oh, so true. if they go from Greece... So they actually go from Greece to China. Oh, yeah. No, they're going the wrong way. Yeah. They take their skin right off. Yeah. But it's magic. It's magic. So it's fine. It's Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, back in Agrabah, Jafar has hired an interior decorator from hell. Yes. <laughs> I'm reminded of Will Smith from Men in Black being like, and you need to get an interior decorator in here because, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It made me think of when Hades shows up yes. to Olympia yeah. and is like, makes himself a throne. Of mm-hmm. It's like, this is how you want to live? Yeah. Why Why? weren't you happy where you were then? Right? You had a dark dungeon. Anyway, Iago is getting his revenge. He's feeding a cracker to the sultan. Yes. Who is finally dressed. Yes. Though as a jester. Yeah. And Jasmine's like wearing all red and she's wearing like see-through pants and a tiny bikini top and her hair's up in a big tall ponytail. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure what this is supposed to signify, but I'm sure it means something. Yeah, I don't know. The whole scene is very distressing. You know, they're all in shackles and, like, tied up and in a lot of distress. The colors are dark, but also, like, fiery. Yeah. Yeah, it feels very... Makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. But Jafar is, like, such a fine specimen as yourself, shouldn't be subservient to anybody. You should be my queen. And he turns her shackles into a little tiara that he, like, tries to put on her head. And she's like, I will never marry you and throws a drink in his face and he gets all mad and threatens to slap her yeah like, he, like backhand rears back like he's gonna beat the shit out of her i'll teach you some manners but then jafar is like you know what actually genie for my final wish i want princess jasmine to fall desperately in love with me it's disgusting genie tries to explain that he can't do that yeah in a silly little way oh master there are some provisos some quid pro quos yes Jafar does not think this is funny. No, he doesn't. Doesn't have time for games. No. He's like, fuck that. But Jasmine, while this is happening, has spotted Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin's made it back. Yeah. She can see him up there. Yeah, he comes through a window. And she thinks on her feet and is like, I'm just going to pretend that I've fallen in love with him to distract him so that Aladdin can get in here. She gets all slinky. Jafar, I've never noticed how incredibly handsome you are. And puts the tiara on her head. Yeah. And he's just like does not suspect a thing he's like okay that's more like it that's what i like to hear hell yeah so aladdin goes down and goes to talk to the genie Mm -hmm. while this is happening yeah jafar calls her pussycat which is so gross tell me more about myself and she says you're so tall and dark and he's like "Mm -hmm." she's like and you're eyebrows yeah she's just naming features <laughs> yeah and she's he's not really like complimenting eating them. it up but she's yeah. trying so hard to like stay in care she's doing a great job absolutely kills it yeah and while jafar is distracted genie and aladdin are talking and genie's like i can't help you yeah 
Because I work for senior psychopaths now. Yeah. Which, Aladdin still has one more wish. Right, but he doesn't have possession of the lamp. Ooh. He has to have possession of it. Have it in his hands. Yeah. Gotcha. Because Jafar is the last person who touched it. Right. Okay. Aladdin's like, listen, I don't even need your help. I'm a street rat. I got it. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll improvise. So he sneaks over to go grab the lamp while Jasmine is still giving Jafar all these weird compliments. The like, cute gaps between your teeth. Yes. And your beard is so twisted. Oh. Yeah. While she's saying twisted, she's like giving Aladdin the little like yeah. closer, you know, yeah. twist her little finger at him. It almost works. Yes. Abu and Iago are wrestling. Yes. Because Iago sees it happening in Abu, just trying to keep him quiet. Yes. But they loudly knock something over. Yes. And so Jafar turns to see what it was. And as soon as he does that, Jasmine grabs him and kisses him really hard. Everyone stops. Yeah. When they kiss. Even Iago and Abu are both just like, Yeah. That's very funny. Yes. Aladdin's a little bit like, oh, God. But it's like, come on, man. Now's your moment. You know, she's giving you the time. Yes. So he almost reaches the lamp. But Jafar sees Aladdin's reflection in Jasmine's tiara. Mm -hmm. Turns around. You, how many times do I have to kill you, boy? Yeah, he zaps him with a snake staff. Mm -hmm. Jasmine tries to wrestle it away. Yep. Um, But she, she gets, gets thrown yeah, to the gets, ground. like, thrown across the room. Yeah. And Aladdin runs towards him. Yeah. Jasmine almost grabs the lamp, but Jafar sees her, zaps her into a giant hourglass. Yep. Says, your time is almost up. He turns a boo into a toy. Don't toy with me. He unravels the carpet. Things are unraveling fast now, boy. He drops a bunch of swords in front of Aladdin. Get the point. And then a ring of fire. I'm just getting warmed up. And then turns himself into a giant cobra. Yeah, because Aladdin's like, Why don't, are you afraid to fight me yourself, you snake? Yes. And Jafar says, oh, do you want to see how snake-like I can be? I always say that The Lion King is the punniest Disney movie, but Jafar just rapid fire. Oh, yeah. Put this in the running. Yeah, that's a lot of puns. That's a lot. One right after the other. So they're fighting. Mm -hmm. Oh, Aladdin is trying to sword fight this, like, gigantic, I mean, stories tall snake. Yeah. Genie is his little cheerleader. Yeah, Genie is dressed like a cheerleader. He's like, rock'em, sock'em, I forget. Stick that sword into that snake. Yeah. And Jafar turns around and says, you stay out of it. So he says, Jafar, Jafar, he's our man. If he can't do it, great. Yeah. Get the tiniest little like uh -huh. J flag. Aladdin does manage to get a good poke in on the snake. Yeah. He runs to save Jasmine from the rising sand. Yeah. But Jafar snake grabs him at the last second. Yeah. And he's squeezing him. He says, you thought you could defeat the most powerful being on earth? Without the genie, you're nothing. But Aladdin reminds him, this gets the wheels turning for Aladdin. And yeah. he's like, yeah, but the genie is actually more powerful than you. Yeah. And you, so, w without the genie, you would be nothing. Yeah, exactly. So Jafar is like, oh shit, you're right. Yep. He same. wishes his third wish. Mm -hmm. He wishes to be made into an all-powerful genie. <laughs> Genie's like... What the fuck are you doing, Al? Like, what is, what's wrong yeah, with you? Like, Don't you want me to do He's that? like, just trust me, dude. Trust yeah. me. All seems to be lost for a minute because yeah. he is huge. Yes. He's playing with, like, the stars and the planets and talking about cosmic power. Yes. And... But not to worry. Mm-hmm. Because his shackles and his lamp have appeared. Yep. Aladdin says, you want to be a genie? You got it. But that means all the shit that comes with it. Yep. Infinite cosmic power. Yeah, it sucks him down, 
into the lamp and iago he grabs iago at the last second yeah iago's yelling he's like no you're the genie let me go yeah and so everyone's turning back into their normal selves yeah the palace has returned to its normal placement yes genie takes the lamp and gives it a good flick Uh out into the desert yeah just as far as he can go Ten thousand years in the cave of wonders ought to chill him out yeah so that's taken care of yep but aladdin and jasmine are sad yeah why are they sad meat wedge well, because they can't get married, and even though they've only known each other for two entire days, they're mm. gonna have to part ways now. Because that law! The pesky law! The pesky law! And the genie's like, he cries a little tear. Yeah. And he says, you know what, Al, you've still got that last wish. Like, you could just wish to be a prince again. Yeah, just say the word. I'll make you a bona fide prince. And now that I'm thinking about it, they should have just used their three wishes from Jafar before tossing him in the cave. Yeah. Because he has to do what they say. This isn't the type of world where, like, genies are tricky. Right. Like, they just have to straight up do what you say. Yep. And, I mean, Jafar has not been a genie for very long, so he probably doesn't even... He'd be, he would be so upset and wouldn't know, even if it's... Because genie is a nice genie. Yeah. So maybe this is the way that genies are in this world but i I just think that jafar would be so upset and not really know the genie rules that Mm -hmm. he would feel like he had to do yeah you know what was what was asked of him and yeah i never thought about it but i mean aladdin's holding his lamp in his hands all he has to do is rub it be like i've got three wishes i want to be a prince forever or i want the law to be different or Or you know whatever it is literally anything else that could make the wish this place i had fresh fish (laughs) yeah Lots of things. Yeah, he's got he three have wishes. Three wishes from Jafar, and then and also the genie free. yeah, free genie. Yeah. But anyway, but so we have to get this conflict of you know the genie's like, hey man, you've got your last wish. Just say the word, you'll be a prince. Everything will be fine. You'll get yeah. what you want. Aladdin's like, no, I made a promise that mm-hmm. I would set you free. Yep. The genie says, eh, it's only a, it's only an eternity of servitude. This is love, is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, Aladdin tells Jasmine that he loves her. Yes. But he can't keep pretending to be something that he isn't. Nope. And so he says, Genie, I wish for you to be free. Yeah, Genie's not even listening. He's just like, oh, you got it. One bonafide prince coming up and I'm gonna... What? (laughs) He's like, Genie, you're free. Yep. And he's he's free. He lets him go. The shackles come off of his wrists. Like, he turns into a guy with legs. He's still blue. He looks exactly the same. He just has legs now. Yeah, that's fine. But whatever. Yeah. And he's just, he's so excited. He's like, come on, come on, come on. Just wish for something. Uh, uh, ask for the Nile. Uh, uh, I, I wish for the Nile. No! <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. I know. And he bounces off all the walls. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Like a pinball machine. Everything's lighting up. I am glad that he gets his freedom, but he still gets to keep his power. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he loses his power and becomes just like a mortal person. I guess he does eventually. Or maybe he just chooses to live in that form. Yeah. So that he doesn't look weird. I don't know. But he's going to go see the world. Yes. He's so excited. He's he packs so a bag. I know. But then he remembers that he and Al are friends and they're going to miss each other. <sighs> yeah. And he says, you'll always be a prince to me. Oh. <laughs> did it get you? It did because the genie's crying. I know. And he's just like, he gets so soft, mm-hmm. you know, and his voice gets so soft and he's like, I don't care what anybody says. You know, you'll always be a prince. And he's like, I'm sure going to miss you, pal. And I was just Aww. like, <sighs> But he can come back and visit. He's I know. It's genie. true. But just the fact that they were crying. I'm a sympathetic crier. Yeah. Bucket no. snake. Yeah I, I, yeah. I get that. That's why your meat is so salty. <laughs> Gross. <Ew>. Um, <laughs> but my carpet. <laughs> Magical. 
He says, you'll always be a prince to me. And that is when the Sultan says, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You've certainly proven your worth. Yeah. And I'm the fucking Sultan. I I make the laws. Am I Sultan or am I Sultan? Yeah. That's what I've been saying the whole time, man. Right. So he says, and I was like, why didn't he? I mean, it is better that he was like, from this day forth, the princess can marry anyone. So, you know, all future princesses, marry whoever the shit you want. Yeah. But he could have just been like, you're a prince. Yeah. Or the princess doesn't have to get married. Because yes. still, they're still like, you still have to get married, but you can marry whomever you want. Right. It's like, okay, we'll, we'll loosen it up a little bit. But she already knows that she wants to marry him, I guess. Yeah. But maybe a little more time to get to know each other. Push right. her back a year. Yeah. But she says, him, I choose him. And she goes and runs and jumps into his arms. And then the genie gives him his clothing back. I feel like. Yeah. he was wearing like. The jester his- suit still. No, no, no. It gives Aladdin. Oh, it gives Aladdin his suit. prince suit. Yeah. I don't He's know. got all the powers now in the world. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, fuck it. And then he puts on his goofy hat. Yeah. Like his actual, like, shaped like the character Goofy. Yeah. This is a Disney movie. Hat yeah. and his Hawaiian shirt and his flip-flops and his golf clubs. And he's like, I'm out of here. And he takes off. He flies off into the sunset. Yeah. And then we see Aladdin and Jasmine in new clothes. Yeah. Making out on the carpet. I guess they just got married. These are their wedding outfits. Do you think it's awkward for the carpet? Uh, maybe he's into it. Oh. He did make them kiss the first time. That's true, but I feel like it's different, like, pushing someone into yeah. a kiss, being sat on while someone's making out. Maybe he just doesn't care. I don't know. I don't know. I feel- I hope not. I would feel weird. Yeah. But sure. anyway. It's That's over. the end. Yay! We did it. It's so good. It was very good. Very fun. Yeah. Very entertaining. Lots yes. of bright, shiny colors, which are my favorite, you know? Yep. Is it, uh- a replay? Yes. Or a rewind? A, re- a replay. A replay. For me too. Yeah. Did it make you cry? It did. Just a little bit. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yeah. I heard the beep. Yep. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it came out November 25th, 1992. Which, I know I mentioned it, but this is the first movie I saw in theaters. Yeah. I would have just turned five. Yeah. Uh, it had a and budget. I, yes. I still remember it. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't I I don't have very many memories of being very small. Yeah, me neither. I remember the first house that I lived in with my mom and stepdad, but I don't remember anything really before that. Yeah. Um and I remember it's this movie. Cuz you were in Neverland. True. Yeah. But that I like I think being like 4, I remember what that like the layout of the house and stuff and yeah. what my room looked like, but I don't really remember much else. And yeah. I remember going to see this movie. Interesting. Yeah. I do not know what the first movie I went. I, like, I remember seeing The Swan Princess in theaters. Yeah. I don't know when that came out, but that yeah. was probably pretty close to the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember seeing A Secret Garden and crying a lot. Yeah. And being yeah. scarred for life. Aww. I think I have abandonment issues because of that movie. Oh. Yes. They should have hired a psychologist. They should have. Like Land Before Time. Yeah. Anyway, this movie. Budget. Twenty-eight million dollars. Yeah. Box office five hundred and four million. That's a lot. It was the most successful film of nineteen ninety-two. That's insane. What else came out that year? Anything like? Because I mean, you know, if it was, I'm sure there were good things, but I'm gonna look. I'm trying to remember because it didn't. It wasn't number one the weekend it came out. Um, Home Alone two was okay. So yeah, it had a lot of. I mean, and I feel like Beauty and the Beast. No. Beauty and the Beast was 91. Yeah. Uh, Beethoven came out that year. Cool yeah. World. Encino Man. Fern Gully. Right. We knew yeah, that. We knew that. Uh, Batman Returns. Of Mice and Men. A River Runs Through It. 
single white female <laughs> dracula yeah yeah because i think i was reading that like up until oh my cousin Vinny and reservoir dogs both came out that year too oh nice mm-hmm. um but the beauty and the beast had been the highest grossing animated film until yeah. aladdin beat it yeah yeah uh sister act a league of their own the bodyguard i mean there's some a there's, few good men there's some yeah yeah big hitters on wayne's there. world oh shit yeah so you know party time excellent <laughs> yeah and it's it has a 95 percent of rotten tomatoes good to this day good yeah i mean you know controversies aside it's good and it's yeah. fun yeah and it's well done it's a cute story so let's talk about the reception tell me about it um most critics praise went to robin williams performance of course sure uh janet maslin our friend of the new york times uh-huh. uh declared that children needn't know precisely what mr williams is evoking to understand how funny he is that's fair yeah because a lot of those references i'm sure i didn't get at five years old i don't get a lot of them now yeah because you know they were robin williams's references Current. in yeah. the 90s and you know yeah so I'm like, I don't know who William F. Buckley is. No. That's the that's who he's impersonating when he's like, oh, there are some provisos, some quid pro quos. Oh, okay. That's who that's supposed to be. Yeah. I only yeah. know that because of the script. I don't know. Right. Who that man is. Ebert gave it three stars. Wow. And said, Robin Williams and animation were born for one another. And in Aladdin, they finally meet. Yeah, okay. Fern Gully came out first, though. William's speed of comic invention has always been too fast for flesh and blood. The way he flashes in and out of characters can be dizzying. In Disney's new animated film Aladdin, he's liberated at last, playing a genie who has complete freedom over his form, who can instantly be anybody or anything. Okay. But he also had this to say. Even he noticed. Yeah. One distraction during the film was its odd use of ethnic stereotypes. Most of the Arab characters have exaggerated facial characteristics, hooked noses, glowering brows, thick lips, but Aladdin and the princess look like white American teenagers. Yes. Which is very, I mean, yes, it's glaringly obvious even in 1992. Yes. Aladdin's, Jasmine's nose is so small that it is non-existent a lot of times. Yeah. Which, woof. Yeah, and they're even like lighter skinned. Yeah. They don't have accents. Right. You know. Yep. So... The production, kind of like Hook, where we talked about it got, like, bounced around a lot. Yeah. Same thing happened to this movie, where it was like, this guy was in charge, and then this guy, and this guy. Right. That happens a lot, it seems. Yeah. This movie had a ton of changes that it went through. Yeah. Um, I already said, like, originally, you know, this was supposed to happen, this was supposed to happen. Aladdin was supposed to have three friends oh. with him, named yeah. Babkak, Omar, and Kasim. Mm. They had a song and everything. Oh. Yeah. Also, his mom was supposed to be in the story, Aww. and she had a song called yeah. Proud of Your Boy. Aww. Yeah. So Cheer I'm, up, I'm really. <laughs> I just wonder, you know, how different it would have been. Yeah. Um, Jasmine was supposed to be this, like, super bratty princess who, like, loved being a princess. She had a song called Call Me a Princess, like, oh. but they were like, nobody's going to like her if we do that. She also had a human handmaiden. Oh, instead, instead of, of a tiger. Raja. Yeah. yeah. Which they do that in the live action Aladdin. She has a human who's oh. pl- played by uh, Nassim Pedrad, who was on SNL a lot. Oh, okay. For a while. Yeah. I love her. But yeah, they scrapped all that. But so they had this whole screenplay like written out. And then the two directors slash producers brought it to our bro, Jeffrey Katzenberg. Boo. In April of 91. Yeah. And they were like, here's the story reel for this movie. But he, he said, I don't like it. Get rid of it. 
So he suggested a lot of changes, including getting rid of Adam, Aladdin's mother. Mm. He said, 86 the mother, the mother's a zero. Damn. But he also was like, you know, we want Jasmine to be more likable, so make her more likable. Also, yeah. take out the fact that she is 16. Just make it ambiguous and say her next birthday. Okay. So we don't have like an age attached to it. Yeah, that's fair. But so in a day that later became known around the studio as Black Friday, he demanded that the whole thing be rewritten, but would not change the release date. Jesus. So they were like, we don't have enough time to do everything, to rewrite this whole thing. And he was like, figure it out. Uh, And they did. And they brought him a script in October of 91 that he was like, yeah, that's great. I love it. So they really churned it out. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, it's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Some other changes that were also made. Iago was supposed to be like this even-tempered, stuffy British archetype parrot. And Jafar was supposed to be super hot-tempered. Uh-huh. But they were like, he's not menacing enough yeah. if he loses his cool all the time. Yeah. And then also, some of the filmmakers watched Beverly Hills Cop and saw Gilbert Gottfried's character in that. And yeah. they were like, okay, start basing Iago on this character oh. and we'll try and get him on board for it. That's funny. And they did. Yeah, and also, so. like, The Lion King comes out, what, the next year? Two years? Yeah. 94, I think. And Zazu is a stuffy British character. Right. So. That, it makes way more sense <laughs> in that regard yeah so yeah so they wrote the character for him uh and he liked it and he was on board some people who were almost in this movie yes do tell again i feel like we have to say this every time yeah danny devito and joe pesci were considered for the role of iago of course um tim curry kelsey Grammer, john hurt christopher lloyd and ian mckellen were all considered for the role of jafar okay also, Patrick Stewart Aww. was offered the role, yeah. but because of scheduling conflicts with Star Trek The Next Generation, he had to turn it down. Mm. And he has apparently said in interviews that it is his biggest regret. Yeah. I mean, it would have been fun. Yeah. He's great in everything he does. Yeah. And the rest of the cast is white, so, you know, why not? Yep. <laughs> uh, Matt Frewer, who played Big Russ Thompson in Honey, oh, I yeah. Shrunk the Kids, was considered for the role of Genie. Oh, Interesting. Would have been so different. Yeah, I don't think without Robin Williams, it would have. No, no, because another thing that um I didn't like quote it directly, but another thing that Ebert said was like Aladdin and Jasmine are the least interesting characters in the whole movie. Yes, and so if you take away, like even Abu and the carpet, honestly have more personality. Yeah, and are more expressive. Yes, and interesting. Yeah. So if you took away the genie, yeah, like. What do you have left? No. Right. Would not have worked. No. And I mean, you'd lose so many of the jokes because so many of the jokes are Robin Williams' impressions. Yeah. And, and they're- The way he talks. Ad-libbed. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, what would the script have looked like? Boring. Boring. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that it would have been successful at all. Yeah. I was going to say nearly as successful, but I just, I don't think it would have been anything. No. It w- without- we- we would only remember the controversy. <laughs> Truly. So they really wanted Robin Williams to be the genie. Yeah, the part was written for him. Yes. Yeah. He was like, eh, nah. He didn't want to work with Disney because he didn't. I know we've talked about this before, but we're going to talk about it again. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't listen to the Fern Gully episode, you're going to hear it now. It's true, but you should go listen to it. It's very good. He didn't want his face and his likeness and his voice being marketed right. in a huge way. He didn't yeah. want a ton of toys. He's like, I don't want any. I don't want the Burger King. I don't want the toys. I don't want any of it. Yeah. And that's hard for Disney. Yeah. That's to say their like, whole thing. oh, we're not going to make toys of this. Yeah. And he's definitely the star of the movie. For sure. Yeah. Nobody wants a fucking Aladdin toy. No. 
Dude's boring. (laughs) (laughs) He is boring. But they did really want him for it. So they had one of the animators animate existing Robin Williams stand-up. Yeah. And then they sent it to him. And yeah. they were like, see how great you would be in this. And he was like, okay, that's tight. So they, I'll do it. they used his stand-up in a genie animation? Yeah. Like as the genie? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he, I guess I couldn't find it anywhere, but I guess he does a bit about schizophrenia mm-hmm. where he like comes out on the stage and he's like, today I want to talk to you about schizophrenia. And then he does another voice and he's like, no, I don't. And he argues oh. with himself on stage. Yeah. So the animator drew the genie growing a second head oh. and the two heads argue with each other oh. and they sent that to robin williams yeah. and he was like this is really cool yeah so he was on board it really is the the absolute perfect casting yep right for him yep yeah but he said you know i'll only do it if the i what was it he has to take up less than 25 percent of the posters and stuff yeah. he's like i don't want any merchandise he took the lowest possible payment too yeah his yeah. asking wage at the time was eight million dollars yeah and he did it for seventy five thousand dollars which is the lowest i think that he could legally be paid according to like the yeah the skilled sag. actors mm-hmm. green green skilled screen actors guild fuck <laughs> the skilled actors green <laughs> that's what i said <laughs> that's what i'm starting yeah it's for podcasters <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if we're skilled actors no oh but anyway i mean that's <clears throat> that's how he got on board and that yeah. was the agreement. Yeah. And then later, they did not do that. No. And Jeffrey Katzenberg was like, I mean, he may have thought that that was the agreement, but we never actually wrote it down. Again, you got to read the contracts, man. I know. I know. Or you're going to get what's coming to you. You're going to get your eternal reward. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it pissed him off and he said, I'll never work with Disney again. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm not coming back for the sequel. You guys can go fuck yourselves, basically. Yeah. Uh, Michael Eisner sent him an original Picasso in an attempt to make it up to him. Mm-hmm. And he said, you can keep that. I'm not yep. taking it. You can take your painting and shove it. Yep. It wasn't until Jeffrey Katzenberg got fired and went off and started DreamWorks that Robin Williams was like, okay, I'll come back. And he did yeah. end up, he was in the third one. Yeah. Aladdin and the 40 Thieves. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm glad he was in it because yeah. it was a huge success. Like we said, it made the whole movie and it helped launch Disney I mean, they're, you know, mid-Renaissance. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're coming off the tails of Little Mermaid, but they have and to follow that up with other really good things. Yeah, Little and Mermaid, Beauty, and the, Beast, Beauty yeah. and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. Right. Yeah, it's the big Renaissance. But <laughs> the Renaissance. Yep. But it also, Aladdin is often credited as the catalyst in the rise of casting film stars as voice actors, as yep. opposed to just voice actors, getting yep. recognizable names and putting them, because I mean... Mm-hmm. what is a movie that we've done before this that you can really there are a bunch of old people i guess like in rescuers the guy who plays bernard is mm-hmm. like fairly well known yeah and jaja gabor yeah no it's ava gabor yeah is but i mean those are like super old people right not you know to especially to the kids like recognizable at the time mm-hmm. and then like burt reynolds as charlie b barkin well but they known. also didn't use Burt Reynolds as like a selling point for All Dogs Go to Heaven. Right. The way that this started to be. Right. Like, come see this movie because Robin Williams is in it. Yes. Yeah. And that launched that yeah. for forever. Yeah. It's a huge legacy. Which is pretty rad. Yeah. Just some tiny other little like cute trivia that I found. In order to capture the movement of Aladdin's low cut baggy pants, the animator Glenn Keane watched a bunch of MC Hammer videos. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And also, I never noticed this, but maybe I'll think to watch it 
like watch for it next time i watch this movie every mm-hmm. time aladdin tells a lie when he's dressed as the prince his big purple feather falls into his face oh interesting yeah his he nose to like <laughs> yeah to blow it out of his face but i just thought it happened sometimes but it happens yeah, every time he lies yeah that's funny yeah all right so now we're gonna talk about the abu shaped elephant in the room <laughs> the vest wearing elephant yes we're going to talk about the controversy of this movie, because there is a lot of it. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, we're going to start with the racism mm-hmm. in the movie. Like we talked about at the beginning, they changed the lyrics to the song Arabian Nights. Um, that was in part due to this professor of mass communications at Southern Illinois University. His name was Jack Shaheen. He asked for the whole song to be removed, but he did get the lyrics changed at least and i think it would be good for us to read some of his article that was published in the la times in 1992 sure which i also i i like that this happened in 1992 and it wasn't just like more recent yeah like oh we're looking back now and realizing how shitty that was like that there were voices that were heard at the time to be like this sucks yes but what he had to say was Walt Disney's Aladdin is not an entertaining Arabian Nights fantasy as film critics would have us believe, but rather a painful reminder to 3 million Americans of Arab heritage, as well as 300 million Arabs and others, that the abhorrent Arab stereotype is as ubiquitous as Aladdin's lamp. To say a distinct culture is, quote, barbaric is to show prejudice and accept stereotypes. The song slanders an entire people, setting the tone of the movie. The lyrics and successive scenes inform viewers that Arabs are not like us. They are uncouth. Hmm. And I think he makes a really good point here where he says, it's acceptable for a songwriter to single out a villain, but the moral obligation is to represent an individual, not his race. Right. Such is not the case with Aladdin, which like hundreds of Hollywood features, bombards audiences with repulsive depictions. Ever since cameras started cranking, Arabs have been classic victims of screen stereotypes. The pervasiveness makes it arduous for viewers to separate fact from fiction. Yeah. While watching the movie, I mused, what effect will Aladdin's characterized Arabs, who appear as dastardly villains and harem maidens, have on youngsters? What impressions of Arabia will small children have when hearing Arabian Nights, a song whose main enticement is uncivilized folk advocating ear chopping? What will kids make of hideous Arabian guards chasing Aladdin throughout the film, scabbards flying just because the famished youth stole a loaf of bread? Which is what we talked about, like, having warnings at the beginning of movies and being like, yeah, you know, you don't want your kid to absorb this right? while they're still forming, you know, opinions on the world. Yeah. And then he goes on to say, if, like Aladdin, I came across the enchanted lamp with a genie granting me three wishes, what would I ask for? One, I'd wish for Disney Studios to alter or delete the opening Arabian Nights ditty before releasing Aladdin on video cassette. Two, I'd ask the animators to add benevolent market vendors and heroic guards who befriend Aladdin. At least three previous films, Aladdin's Lamp, Aladdin and His Wonderful Lamp, and The Wonders of Aladdin, highlight the Sultan's bold and brave horsemen. Mm-hmm. Could have done that. Yeah, there's no need for all of them to be terrible people. No. And for my third wish, I'd ask Aladdin's producer to respect Islam and to add a humane character. Aladdin's lovable mother, an Arab woman willing to sacrifice everything for her son's happiness. Which I didn't know that that was, like, planned, and then they took it out. That makes it even worse. Yeah. I hate that. As for Islam, producers could emulate the dialogue from Aladdin and his magic lamp, where the characters say, Allah gives us the morning, and Allah gives us the lovely day. Yeah. They didn't even 
The Sultan says Allah. I know. So they, many times. They don't even pronounce it right. Yeah. It's like, you're supposed to be, yeah. in, like, know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's rough. It's super insulting. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's no reason, obviously, you have villains everywhere. And yeah. there are bad people. And yeah. there are good people. But to depict everyone that they run into as, like, shady and barbaric. Yeah. And awful and villainous is and like there's nothing why there's no need about their culture that is portrayed as like beautiful right you know like even when Aladdin is showing Jasmine around right it's you know he could have she could have seen some wonders of her own culture that she couldn't see from the palace you know yeah rather than just like a market full of scary vendors who will chop your hand off right yeah so many missed opportunities and again this is what happens when you don't even ask a non-white person yeah <laughs> what yeah what should be uh represented here yep and then for our second controversy woohoo oh we're not done we are not finished great this could we could talk about this in other disney movies and it may come up again but i felt like when i learned what queer coding was mm-hmm. my first thought was of jafar yeah so that's why i felt like it was appropriate to talk about it for yeah. this one And if you don't know, queer coding is defined as subtextual portrayal of a queer character in the media whose identity is not explicitly confirmed within canon. This concept refers to a character that encapsulates what might be considered quote-unquote queer traits that are recognizable to the audience but are never labeled or claimed by the content creator. Yes. And first of all, I would like to point out that the article that I got this information from is called We've Still Got Jafar to Go. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So I'm just going to read a little bit from that article. I'm also going to include the link to the Jack Shaheen article and a couple other links to where I got this research from. Excellent. So, from, we've still got Jafar to go. Queer coding has a number of harmful impacts across the media, but in reference to Disney in particular, the main problem is the message given to children that queerness or femininity in males directly corresponds to evil. Yes. And so they give some really good examples. Mm-hmm. Disney villains have a finer bone structure, more specifically a narrow jaw, high cheekbones, and deep eye sockets highlighted through the use of color, also given the appearance of cosmetics. Mm-hmm. This can be seen in villains such as Jafar, Hades, Claude Frollo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame, most noticeably Scar from The Lion King. Yes. He has a slim pointed face and purple eyelids to directly contrast the huge heavy jaw of his brother Mufasa. Right. Creating the feminine contrast to the ideal masculine, encapsulating the bias in our heads of queer characteristics. Mm-hmm. Similarly, the queer coding of villains is also shown through the hands and hair. Long, slender hands on thin wrists. Remember, like, how spindly Jafar's fingers are when he, like, grabs her from behind? Yeah, yeah. and he has huge hands, yeah, yeah. and then tiny little mm-hmm. wrists in his tiny little shirt. Yep. So long, slender hands on thin wrists resembling fingernails can be seen in almost all of Disney's animated villains, notably Captain Hook in Peter Pan mm-hmm. and Scar's claws always being exposed in The Lion King. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the juxtaposition of flowing girly hair seen in the pigtails and bows of Governor Radcliffe from Pocahontas uh-huh. and the flowing mane of Scar in The Lion King uh-huh. in contrast to Mufasa and Simba's helmet-like equivalent. We again make the association with femininity and queerness in relation to these antagonists. Truly. Yeah. Again, you know, this is how we learn things as kids. Right. I think that it's good to point out that, like, because this is a children's movie, that's why it has more responsibility. Yes. 
you know, because we're still forming our ideas of the world when we're so young mm-hmm. and to be constantly bombarded with images of yeah. queerness yes. being evil yeah. is how we have to wait until, you know, we're in our 20s to come out. Yeah. That's what happens. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you're a little kid and you're thinking like, you know, if you're a little like male presenting child and you're thinking like, oh, anything feminine is evil. Even if you're a female presenting child and you're just like, femininity is evil. Yeah. But femininity in men, sure sign of being evil. Right. And then also being darker, because same thing with like Scar and Mufasa are brothers, but they yes. are not the same color. No. Yeah. Scar is darker. You know, Mufasa is this bright yellow color and Mm -hmm. he has like reddish orange hair and then scar is his body is like this orangish brown color and Mm -hmm. he has black hair and so it's just like oh he's dark and kind of swishy and it's just (laughs) like yeah evil yeah and it sucks yeah to put it mildly (laughs) but i'm glad we're talking about it now and i'm glad that hopefully parents now can make more informed choices about the things that their kids watch yeah because i mean my mom wasn't being like here watch aladdin right it has queer coded characters and maybe you won't grow up to be gay right you know the parents aren't thinking about these things no absolutely not but now that they can learn about it and be aware of it but you know your kids can still watch these movies but you can be like Let's talk about it afterwards. Yeah, we, we can talk about it. And then we also have other available media that mm-hmm. c- contradicts these stereotypes, yes. you know, so they're not inundated with only this, right. too. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously there's nothing wrong with having some characters that are like this. Yeah. It's just when every character is like this. Then you assume that every queer person is bad. Yes. And we are. Right. And they're just giving away our secrets. <laughs> and that's what I'm mad about. <laughs> But anyway, enough of the controversy. Let's end on some happy Robin Williams trivia. Yeah, I already said most of it. I just actually have one more thing to say. Okay. But yes. that I think is really cute. Give and us that the one more thing. Is while this movie was being filmed, Steven Spielberg was at the time making Schindler's List. Oof. And so he would just call Robin Williams and put him on speakerphone Aww. and have him like read genie lines and do like ad lib a bunch of stuff for the cast of schindler's list so yeah. that they weren't all bummed out Aww. the whole time yeah which is just really cute and yeah, sweet. That's sweet yeah and i'm glad that they were friends and that he could do that and that yeah. he thought to do that you know or he's like this movie is such a huge bummer i'm gonna call my friend robin williams yeah who i just befriended because we just did hook together right and I'm, I'm gonna try and boost some morale around here yeah so it just the the power that this man has Mm -hmm. you know to to bring not only children but adults of like i'm gonna lift you up from this like terrible dark place and for this thing that you're doing yeah he just just... exists as a beacon of like yeah there are still fun things in the world yeah it's so wonderful um a couple different i was trying to find because they exist on the internet but i couldn't find like a really good just like succinct video of them but there are for the like 25 year anniversary of this movie like cut scenes of robin williams doing just like genie stuff and doing a lot of impressions that didn't yeah. make it into the movie yeah so if you go find them i watched a couple of them to try and find a good one but i didn't really find one that i particularly liked yeah but anytime they interviewed the two producer directors of this movie they mm-hmm. talk about robin williams's warmth yeah. and just like how he's so funny yeah but they're like we could have gotten any funny person yeah and it would have been good. But what makes it so good with him being in it is that you also believe 
genie and Aladdin's connection. Yeah. And that you believe that the genie truly cares about Aladdin. And it's because of how warm and loving Robin Williams can be. And so he's like, you know, they, he goes from being super funny to being this super caring person. <laughs> so you're going to hurt my feelings. I know. So it's just it's really wonderful. And I'm glad despite, you know, what he went through. Yeah. To make this movie. And the constant harassment of him trying to be in Ferngully. We talk about it more in the Ferngully episode. So yeah. if you want like the whole the whole story on that, go listen to that. But just the yeah, all yeah, the bullshit. Disney almost stopped Ferngully from being made. Yes, tried very hard a few times to stop that movie. To go from being so made. far as to buy buildings. Yep. So if you want to know more about that, check out the Ferngully episode. Yep. Anyway. But he did it anyway and he did a great job and I love it. And it's wonderful. It is wonderful. So that's it. That's thank all. you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Speaking of thank yous. Yeah. We need to thank our newest Patreon. Yes. It's Wes. Yeah. Thank you so much for all of your support all the time. You're the best around. <laughs> anyway, that's the end. We're getting out of here. You should get out of here too. Yeah. But not before you hear us tell you to come find us on Instagram or Tumblr or you can email us. All of those handles are Replay Rewind Podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, they have different rules. So we're at Replay Rewind Pod. If you want to listen to our other episodes, including Fern Gully, you can find us on Stitcher, Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I think there's some couple other ones floating around there. Just check it out. If it's not on there, let us know. We'll try and get it on there. I don't know. Can't be that hard. We'll help you out yeah. if we can. If you want to be like Wes and be great, yeah. you can come support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Replay Rewind Podcast. We will shout out your name on the show, obviously. We'll mail you a sticker. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of other fun stuff on there. There's like little episodes where we mash up two movies together or we write a sequel or a prequel. Or sometimes we take movies and replace almost the entire cast with Muppets. Yeah, that one's fun. Yeah. We also do long form episodes. We once a month will do a movie that fits in the timeline, but not the criteria of being a children's movie. Yeah. This month, because it's Robin Williams month, we're doing Death to Smoochie. Yeah. I'm very stoked for that one. Me too. And we also will do some deep dives. Uh-huh. We, we did a Patreon deep dive, which I mentioned earlier, about Robin Williams and his life. Super interesting. Yep. I felt like I wrote a book report. Yes, you did a, a great <laughs> job. Bucket Snake had to stand up in front of the pod cave <laughs> with a PowerPoint. Yep. Yeah, it was great. That's it. That's all. Thank you. We love you. We do. Join us next week for more Robin Williams content. Yeah. In the meantime, stay fresh, fish. (laughs) I mean, you cheese bags. Fuck. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. Rewind.